Let's put them back. If if not a little pixelated, but am I pixelated? I look good here. You know, you look really pixelated from my end. Look a little fuzzy on there. Am I looking fuzzy? Anybody else? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Actually, y'all look pretty fuzzy in the stream. Uh, that could be a uh, connectivity thing. Yeah, it might be a Discord bandwidth. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um, but what's the what's the famous ping rate? You guys look free to me. <laughs> no, we're yeah. green. No, we're green. Forty-eight milliseconds. Hopefully, nobody's gonna try and call me. Well, um, uh, so I hope everybody had a good week. Mm-hmm. About as well as can be expected. Yeah. I don't have um. Is does Hugo sound volume sound low to anybody else? Do I sound low? On what volume? More than watch. usual. Yeah, I know, but on what? There's uh multiple places you'd be telling me this. Probably Discord. I am having a hard time hearing Hugo without turning up the volume, which makes everyone else really loud. Okay, so you mean you on the think? Discord then? Sorry, I'm managing volume settings on three different places. That's why I, I'm I asking. Let me, let uh, I mean, the Discord. I, ha- I have the stream muted because, um, you know, I would get. You can right click him. Have you set him higher on your uh, on your side? Can I yeah, do that? My, yeah, you right click on his face. Oh, perfect. Okay. It's yeah. Really, the only way to shut him up. All right. Well, that fixes the problem then. Because oh, I was yeah, worried I have to turn it up for everybody and then I had feedback. Well, yeah, because I was going to say my input's at 85% on my microphone. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'll just, I'll just turn you up. Yay. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, we did some work. Uh, there were um, uh, non-critical updates uploaded. Some of them I wanted Piat to look at, and he's not her. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to look at any of that. I think the only person who's really affected is Ractus, as usual. Am I? I didn't know there were updates. Um, I I just took what we had in the conversation that clarified some of the stuff we talked about. Like you can recharge your gadgetry earlier if you sacrifice gadgets, but if you, but you have to have a D4 to even sacrifice a gadget in the first place. And if in the act of sacrificing the gadget, your skill goes down, it stays the same and you've just wasted a lot of time. I've clarified that in the rules. Okay. The major purpose here being that um, we want to discourage hoarding. Uh, I don't, uh, I am sympathetic to players who want to keep all their magic points or their big spells and save them for later. Why wouldn't you want to do this? That makes sense. It's being prudent. You want to save everything so it happens later. But the disadvantage is that um, there's there's four of you in the party. And so as the game host, it's hard for me to do a challenge when you hoard everything and refuse to do anything uh, until the very last encounter where you'll just no stops. You know this is the last encounter. So you pull out all the stops and just hammer something terribly. So that's why we're putting in there that um, you can, it randomly goes down whenever you use it. So if you want to hoard it till the end, that's fine. But if you want to use it early, it's random whether it goes up or down. And I want there to be a thing in there where you'll actively take apart some of your other gadgets to go ahead and buff yourself up. And there's always the random chance that when you're doing that, it goes down again. So um, uh, that that's the theory. The theory is, is that uh, is emergence. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, other than that, I don't think anything else play, uh, changed because I think uh, uh, I think um, uh, Theta, you bought the alien soak now, right? Yep. Yep. So, uh, have you decided how that manifests when you tap it? I think I said something last time, but now I've got to look at the um, the text of it again. The alien soak. Because I remember okay, I but... was talking about how I'm a Martian. I was yeah. made by Martians, rather, so I have a, um, you know, a body that's not like other bodies. <laughs> I... 
You used to think you were a cold, unfeeling machine, and then you'd reveal yourself to be a terrifying, unholy, genetically modified organism covered in metal. <laughs> oh, Rafferty, you're uh, muted there. We aren't, we aren't getting you now. We uh, lost you, Raff. We lost you. <laughs> I manifested by making things mute. Okay, am oh, I back? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're back. Yeah, I, th I think the microphone got on. I accidentally moved the mic. Well, I moved the microphone, and I think I accidentally unplugged it in the process, so I apologize. Ah. Oops. <laughs> I've had that happen a couple times. Okay. So, yeah, no, alien soak is the opposite of distress soak. Everyone, friend or foe, becomes panicked because it's that weird. Also, I only just now noticed a typo of some sort. I'm glad there's exactly only one typo in the book. Well, I mean, you have uh, something that I assume got copied from somewhere else. Okay. The example of mesmerizing Ray could fail to hypnotize you, blah, 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 blah. And then it's in parentheses, and at the end of parentheses, attempt to steal your soul doesn't work because you're not a metaphysical being, etc. Second, end of parentheses. <laughs> like, wait, what? I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, I wasn't aware we were stealing souls. I mean, yeah. I am a robot, so it wasn't a huge concern for me, but at the same time, <laughs> good to know. to become a real boy. Good to um, know I'm not afraid of cameras. Uh, also, uh, uh, I mean, uh, there's also a lot of updates to the source material adventure and the monsters. So this book is getting dangerously close to being ready to ship. Woo! Great. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, yeah, only two years late. Uh, I think it's only two details. years late. Uh, Just I set it remember. back in time. It'll be fine. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, um, did anybody else want to buy anything weird or I guess we're ready to get started, I guess. Uh, I went ahead and bought a uh, shooting dice. Right, That's you bought shooting dice, I and believe. And Frenzy Soak, which I mentioned last time. Uh, and bought what? Frenzy Soak. Oh, Frenzy Soak, great. That's the one that recharged. I wonder if we need a better name for that. Oh, well. Uh, I think it works. Can I close the thing? No, here's the thing. Okay, sorry. Gotta look for the important thing. Okay, then let's see. Uh, hey, you guys are all in the roll 20 already. That's good to know. Yep, yep. Okay, so, um, well, uh, shall we get started? Let's do it. All right. So hello, uh, welcome everybody. I am Norman Rafferty, broadcasting from an undisclosed location. Uh, I am hosting Urban Jungle today, which is our game of anthropomorphic uh, roleplay in the early 20th century. Specifically, we're doing Astounding Science, which is inspired by the many science fiction tales of what is sometimes called the golden age of science fiction, such as your Buck Rogers and your Flash Gordon. Uh, I'm joined today by Griffin. Griffin, tell me what, about your character. Hey everybody, I'm Griffin. I'm playing Commander Boris Blaskowitz, the fastest rocketeer beyond Mars. He's pilot and first mate of the Problem Child. He's a bear daredevil star child with a carefree personality. His motto is to let nobody hold you back. Right now he is trying to recover Hazeltov and deal with the total conversion weapon. Yes, apparently Dr. Hazeltov has described a uh, engine that can convert matter into energy, which would be uh, an issue uh, for the entire solar system. Uh, also from the solar system is Theta. Theta, tell us about your character. I am Dr. Corvus Quasar, a mechanical Martian crackpot. I have the personality of Hubristic. My motto is Eureka! Uh, and I have the same goals, but I also have the flaw of emotionless. Emotionless. Okay, and also we have uh, Ark Lloyd. Tell us about your character. Hello, I'm Mark Lloyd. I'm playing Ralph Summers, the Raccoon Safecracker, he's an ex-con, his personality is high-strung, and his motto is, when the door closes, break a window. He currently has the same goals as Griffin and Rectus. Excellent. And that's it. 
And also, the man out of time himself, Hugo, tell us about your character. Hi, my name is Hugo. I play John Lancer, a cat that is out of time, who is a hotshot pilot for the Star Patrol. So basically, a long time ago, my spaceship crashed land in the Arctic, and uh, I was frozen in time and thawed out in this strange new world for me, basically, as well as flying the stars. He is okay. cat skin in America. Uh, the four of you have been very successful so far. Uh, you haven't found Hazelstoff, but you've rooted out some agents uh, and managed to uh, rescue uh, Dergamo Exum, uh, a um, prodigy kid who was being held by agents of the of the Thermionic Empire. Earth is currently uh, in a uh, and the and the Solar Patrol are currently in a um, Cold War. We'll call it. Uh, with the Thermionic Empire, a entire Earth-spanning organization that uh, originally sponsored the atomic wars that destroyed Earth, and now are seeking to conquer the entire solar system. However, you guys, members of the Space Patrol, are fighting back. Uh, you've rooted out some of their agents and even caught one of them, Bislev uh, Gunvoy, uh, who had a um, camp here in the atomic ruins of San Dorado, where he was uh, working with mutants uh, to build, uh, well, you also would have recovered this, uh, uh, to, to work on getting some really, really shiny metal, which at first doesn't sound that big of a deal until you realize, well, wait a minute, if this is really, really shiny metal, uh, it could be used to create a null fusion chamber, which is one of the necessary components uh, described by Hasselstoff uh, in her uh, paper about how to build a total conversion engine. Sounds so right where we left off. that's where we left off. So you had Gunvoid in custody, and we're going to go through some of his records. I believe this is when we were going to do the the part everybody loves, the paperwork part. So now that you've like you've uncovered evidence that Gunvoid here is part of some sort of criminal conspiracy, and he had um, Tellurian technology. His mutants were armed with the signature weapon, uh, a ray gun powered by Tellurium isotopes. Tellurium, being a dangerous radiogenic element, uh, is highly unstable. And while uh, it is more powerful than your ray guns, I believe you witnessed firsthand when the um, uh, dangerous gun, stuff. Yeah, when the guns backfired on the mutants themselves, killing them in horrible ways. Um, pointedly, Gunvoit was refusing to talk, but you were going to go through uh, his criminal records, and also you uh, abducted his ship. Right, and we're also going to scan that to, to figure out if we could trace where it's been. Right. What's, what's, so, what, the good, what the good doctor was planning on doing with his gizmos and doodads. All right, so the first thing you're going to do is you're all going to rest. If you have a gadgeteering die, you may recharge that. And if you have any gifts that recharge due to a rest, you may recharge those. So right. now the next question is, um, now, unfortunately, um, your captain... Uh, who is an administrator at heart, is also going to go through and go through the administrative records uh, and deal with those large bankrolling problems. And considering that he never was supposed to be a field officer in the first place, he feels right at home going back to bureaucracy. So Captain Proteus is going to temporarily relinquish command to the next in command. So who is the executive officer? Uh, I believe last time we clarified I was the first mate. So congratulations, then... I'm captain now. Yes, you're the captain now, Captain. Uh, captain. You're a captain. Stop the Corvus. Prep the coffee machine. 
Okay, uh, so I believe, that upgrades you to, I believe that upgrades you to Captain. Uh, who's your first mate? Who's next in command? Is it Lancer or Summers? John Lancer, of course. Lancer's next. Uh, Moving on up! <laughs> that makes Summers the next in command, and Corvus technically isn't a member of the Space Patrol, I think. He's just an advisor. Independent contractor. Some say uh, property. Uh, which does make his um, combatant status a little suspect. Uh, you know, uh, the captain, uh, our real captain, definitely knows how to deal with the bureaucracy for that one. Okay. Coffee machine modded, but unsafe. Oh, yeah, I, um, the other change was I raised the amount of damage on safe does. <laughs> Coffee machine modded. Just need so, to sliding damage. Uh, no, it's not. It, it's flat damage because otherwise you'd have to track how someone shot themselves. No, Coffee it's uh, whatever the weapon that. does plus three. <laughs> Oh no, that's yeah, that that could get even more deadly. It's fine with me. I'm not using them. I just give them to you people. <laughs> uh, well, it has to be enough damage to actually kill you, and four points is pretty much the minimum to kill you. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I had to raise it. Uh, otherwise, the it was it was too likely they would survive their exploding guns, and they're not supposed that's to. That's a so. spicy cup of coffee. <laughs> so. Um, now the question is how you want to divide up your teams, uh, because uh, actually I don't I don't think I have a map for the space patrol base. Then that's on me. Uh, well, you'd be on Earth anyway, so right. Uh, let's go ahead and move all of us back to. Then you would probably go back to the new Jersey Metropolis. Uh, are we on the Jersey Metropolis? Yes, we are. Okay. Wow, that's pixelated to hell. There we go. Yeah, sometimes it, it does that if you if you do a quick uh, okay. zoom out and zoom in, it resets. So now that you're here, um, how do you want to divide up your team? Uh, what do you want? Uh, you, you said you, you wanted to, you could look into Gunvoit's background, which would be to go through the Space Patrol archives to see what you could find out about him. Mm-hmm. You could also take apart a ship and examine that, uh, or you could do something else. I think one of the uh, suggestions from Ralph last time was actually we could go ahead and start trying to prep a mission to disguise ourselves, but that probably requires to oh, figure out where he's from. Yeah, the, the third thing was you were looking at the problem child thinking maybe we want to change this to look more like uh, a pirate. Uh, all right, so there's a problem. Um, right now, the Star Patrol basically has dominion over uh, everything uh, from the sun to the asteroid belt. You guys were president of the Mercury Conference where the uh, Space Patrol voted to admit Mercury into uh, uh, the Space Confederation. So technically that means Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Uh, Mars and Venus have their own Venusians and Martians on them uh, who uh, um, have accepted the protection against the Thermionic Empire. Um, But the asteroids are something issue. So the asteroids are rich in radiogenic components, especially some that are incredibly important uh, to space travel, such as Masserium. But there's a problem that you're so far away when you're uh, past Mars that um, a lot of these uh, astro miners are getting attacked by space pirates. And Gunvoit's ship, as well as his rap sheet, points to him being one of those uh, astro pirates. Uh, There's also the planets beyond that, such as Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and barely anything is known about them at this time. Uh, it, it, right. uh, I think there's rumors that there's aliens on those planets, but it's it, going past the asteroid belt. I mean, each planetary or I, I think how does it go? Each planetary orbit is like forty percent further than the last one. Degrees, I, I to... they're degrees further away. I remember I was 
in the the Miritzon game that I made for us, uh, I tried to make a realistically spread map of the solar system. And it's like Roll Twenty cannot handle it <laughs> too <laughs> too far, too big. Right. Yeah, I would imagine you can't put the solar system to scale on Roll Twenty. Yeah, but 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 each orbit is geometric uh, is not actually geometrically further than the last one. So mm-hmm. so going from you know Venus to Earth and then Earth to Mars, that's not the same distance. So Jupiter, so and the asteroid belt takes up one of the orbit slots. So you go from Mars to the asteroid belt, and then going further is like twice the distance. And who knows what's out there on Jupiter and that sort of stuff. Well, you also have so, to take into account orbits because I mean, uh, counter Earth and uh, Venus could be on the other side of the Sun, close together, whereas we might be over here, close to Mars, or Mars could be in the apogee between the two. Right. Let's not go into that because, like, scientifically speaking, there couldn't be a counter-Earth with a solar system. There'd be all kinds of planets colliding into it. Well, there's a lot of problems. Like, the yeah. guys walk on the well, surface. It depends on rotational speed, man. It's all, <laughs> well, it's all physics. In, in, in terms of the setting, it just means that we haven't made a lot of progress past the asteroid belt. And that is something uh, on the minds of the Space Patrol. Because what if, you know, what about what sort of life we'll be able to find on like Jupiter, Saturn, and Uranus, um, you know, on those other planets, uh, and you know, are you know, is Counter Earth, is uh, the Tellurians, you know, working to get out that far? Uh, what about the or space? Already out there, <laughs> right? Okay, so we do have at least three possible tasks to do, and uh, for bureaucracy, there's only one person who I think is really equipped to do that, so that would probably be Doctor Corvus. Well, wait, he can also scan the ship. Also, well, well in terms well, of disguising your ship, like, okay, so let, let me go ahead and make the test. So disguising your ship would be that you'd either have to make it a legit mining ship uh, or you'd have to make it look like... I do have a question. Aren't we using Void's ship? Wasn't that the plan? Was it We have ship? his ship, but you remember, he's also his ship is also kind of wrecked up at the moment. Well, we could just patch right, it up. So you could, instead of disguising your ship, you could fix his ship. Right, but I right. like our ship. Also, our ship has uh, communications to it that you can call it in case of emergency to come back. The void mm-hmm. ship doesn't have that. Additionally, the question I was going to ask was, uh, there is the thing I could put on the ship for camouflage, but camouflage only says inanimate objects. Could I also use that to like make it look like void ship? In, in this case, yes. Uh, I mean... Uh, um... And it's also by inanimate objects, camouflage is supposed to mean like when it's stationary, it doesn't go anywhere. Uh, we haven't put in a disguised yet, so I guess we should put in a disguised for uh, objects. Or I figure, question, I figure out a word is, that means the same thing for both. Well, yeah, the purpose behind camouflage was if you want to take the car and then, you know, the Batmobile or whatever and park it somewhere and then turn it invisible so people can't find it would be different from disguising it to look like a completely different vehicle and still driving it around. Yeah, like hiding a DeLorean behind a poster board. Right. So I guess we need to add disguise to the list. So yeah, you could attempt to disguise the vehicle as another vehicle. That could be a gadget. But I guess the question is, which is more complicated, to fix up Boyd's ship or to disguise our ship to look like I don't even know why you're discussing this, John. (laughs) Uh well, well, I'll be flying it, that's why. I mean, I've also keyed the ship so it's password protected. This ship has so much invested in it, we're taking our ship. Yeah, in other words, it would be, uh, it's better to disguise your ship. Okay, so the three tasks you have before you is disguise your ship, go through Gunvoid's rap sheet, and take apart and scan Gunvoid's ship for clues. Um, those are the three tasks I've heard of, and maybe there's a fourth I don't know about. 
how do you want to divide up your manpower for this? You don't have to even do all of these if you don't want to. Seems like John Lancer right. should be the one that goes through the rap sheet because, you know, put the action star in charge of paperwork, and that would be amazing. Well, I, also I do have academics. I do have academics as a skill. So Right, I, and you I, could I, also put Captain Proteus on that, too, even though he's not here. He could easily, like, you know. That's very what true. He, if so, that makes it at least easier to assign him to do it because he's the academic mind for that. Okay. I assume that since Corvus is your mechanic, you're going to assign him to disguise the ship. That would make a lot of sense, yes. Okay. Uh, and that leaves Ralph. You're good at uh, both craft and observation. I guess you should probably go on the clue hunting mission. Uh, taking yeah, I'm also good at sabotage, so I'm good at taking shit apart. Mm -hmm. uh, not only that, but you're also good at streetwise, uh, which means you'd be able to identify um, things like smuggling, doctored logs, and other things. So yeah, you would be ideal for that. So, okay, so um, Corvus is on Team Disguise, Lancer and Proteus are on the rap sheet, and... Um, uh, I will uh, probably assist with looking for clues. And Arcloid, and... Okay, which one of you is a team player? Uh, I'm not, but I'm also terrible, so... Okay, alright, so, um, Doctor, go ahead and disguise a vehicle using the gadgetry, you know how to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, Lancer, going through the um, criminal's rap sheet is going to be a roll of mind and academics. You get a bonus D12 if you have the streetwise. You get a bonus D12 if you have research. And you get a bonus D12 because you're assisted by Captain Proteus. Okay, so I only get the one D12 because I get an assistance from Cat. Make sure I have this correct. Right, you're, you're the action hero. Uh, Dr. Corvus, what's the breakdown die for camouflage? Uh, hold on, I've got it open on the page next to me. Camouflage is D12. Okay, I guess the breakdown die for disguise will be a D8 then. Mm -hmm. Cool, got that right. Makes sense. Mine, academics, here we go. Yeah, we decided to make the gadgets a fixed Ooh. difficulty based on their scope. Like, a weapon is easier than a vehicle. But then to balance the fact that some of them are more utility than others, we just changed their breakdown dice. I figured that would be easier. Right, like essentially I need five successes to modify the ship. I just haven't okay. so good at it. You've got five. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm done. Um, you guys turn around to discuss who's going where, and you turn back and, wait a second, we've got two of our shifts. <laughs> what? Good job, doctor. I don't know. I knew he was more than glorified uh, So, Lancer, you've done uh, two successes. Okay, excellent. And then for, um, what was the other priority? went on my head. Uh, you guys are uh, scanning the ship for clues? Yes. That's right. Uh, taking the ship apart for clues is going to be a role of Minecraft and observation. You get plus D12 if you have Streetwise. Okay, oh, so I sure don't have that. Uh, no, no. Uh, Summers has that. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're assisting him, because he's a career criminal. You do get an extra D8 for me assisting you. All right. I think that's about it, unless you have another bonus I didn't think of. Sabotage doesn't help you with this because you're looking for clues. Sabotage is disabling security systems and mm -hmm. keeping the ship from working. Okay. Okay, so Lancer, one success would tell you that Bislev Gunvoit is a snake who is a person of interest to the Space Patrol uh, because uh, he has been seen, like he's been reported as one of the people who has been antagonizing the people uh, in space. But also something that I think you already know is that he's known he's a known associate with uh, another fugitive of justice 
uh, Polyana Zaklon, the dangerous, uh, described as a uh, large wolf fellow. Uh, he apparently is the leader of uh, a space pirate gang uh, who is operating somewhere uh, in the outer belt. Uh, they are notoriously armed uh, and savage and have taken on much larger ships than themselves, even ones that had armored guardians. Uh, Zaklon has also been known uh, to participate uh, in larger raids. The Martian Metals and Mining Corporation, 3M Company, which you may have heard mentioned before, uh, has a um, you know, specific warrants out for his arrest, like as in bounties uh, on his head, not warrants, but they're private corporations, so they'd be bounties, uh, because he has red led raids uh, on their moons and their fleet ships. Um, the question would be, if he's leading raids that are as large as this, you know, what's he doing with all of it? You can't just grab a bunch of radiogens. You'd actually have to sell them somewhere. And some of these, or use it. well, or use it, which is a good question, because you can use radiogens to make atomic weapons. The fact that he's been uh, hoarding a lot of this um, is also, Zaklon, someone filed a report that Zaklon was seen during the terrorist attack on Mercury. You guys remember that? I think I do. Is he the uh, strange-looking wolf? Or was he well, another Well, yes. One? His description matches the strange-looking wolf that you... There uh, we go. ...that you reported yourselves. And he was seen in the company with a snake on that planet. So he was present on Mercury... Um, with Void. With Void. And you could put both of them uh, near Hasseltoff's hotel at the time of her disappearance. So now you have the worry that you have a pirate captain who has numerous underlings and is possibly building up a, a, an atomic reserve and maybe operating somewhere in the asteroid belt uh, and may or may not have Genby Gang his plans on an engine of infinite power. Yeah, not exactly uh, something that should be in their hands. Well, yeah, I don't think either the space pirates or the Thermians should get their hands on a yep. matter, conver matter energy conversion device, Captain. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, now it's getting uh, kind of creepy. And, um, you know, this doesn't... Uh, now, the Thermians often get involved, uh, are, are sedition. They're, they're a fifth column seditionists. They will often be providing weapons to agents to go ahead and upset things. So the question of what their involvement in is is now a little suspicious. But Zaklon doesn't have a rap sheet and Gunvoit doesn't have a, sorry, Zaklon and Gunvoit's rap sheet doesn't list them as suspected Thermionic collaborators. So, right. uh, but you only rolled two successes. So this takes you several hours and this is the kind of stuff you get. You start to get the impression there might be stuff buried in deeper records with any more footwork, but you've just kind of like, well, that's two successes. I think that's, you know. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Um, you know, uh, let's see what they found out when they took apart the ship. So guys, you took apart the ship. Uh, I'm looking at one, two, three successes. That's right. Um, so, uh, Ralph, do you have a specialty in observation? Spotting traps. Okay, well, that doesn't work for this. Excuse me, my cat's being bad. Okay, he stopped being bad. Um, so, um, two successes. Or, oh, no, three successes. Okay, well, the first thing is, yes, it's a ship, uh, and yes, it's been in space. And, of course, there are radiation burns. There's also um, uh, what I want to call ram scoops. Um, which you can use to scoop up uh, both uh, atomic dust after you've destroyed things. Um, yeah, basically that kind of stuff uh, as well. So you start doing forensic analysis on the kinds of scratches and dust that are on a ship. 
And with two successes, some of it is unidentified materials. Sure, a lot of it, you'll find a lot of signs of uh, micro fragments of asteroids. You just scrape against it and bury it in your hull. It's, dude, we're 1940s science, you know. But with three successes, you start finding some unidentifiable materials. And this is bothering you because it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, like these, these are, this isn't asteroid dust and this isn't terrestrial dust that matches something. This is, you know, signs of something completely new to us um, or completely new to your own records. And you're not necessarily a scientist, but you're also at the Space Control uh, Patrol headquarters. So you're in the unique position that you could go talk to an expert. All right. Let's go hit up the Space Patrol geologist. Okay. Uh, well, one of the forensics, forensics pathologists. I want to well, be xenogeologist. We don't necessarily have forensics, but um, you want to get some dirt identified. You go and find Dr. Cortic, a uh, large bear fellow who is a planetologist. Well, I study planets, what keeps them in space and keeps them from falling. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of force that makes masses attract other masses. <laughs> Let me take a look at this unusual dust you found, son. Yeah, Hold on, we'll I, have my, I, I have my atomic microscope ready. See, it's atomic. That it makes it science. Ah, yes, of course. Um, but but more realistically, electrical. More realistically, he would use a gas spectrometer. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, yes, uh, you've definitely found dust particles that are from, uh, that are from the outer sphere. Uh, this definitely isn't matching any of the terrestrial planets. Plus, counter-Earth's dirt is pretty much the same as Earth dirt. Uh, if I had to make my guess as a scientist, uh, I would say that you may have found some uh, dust from the planet Saturn or one of its moons. I was going to say that. <laughs> Saturn? That's even further out than we thought they may have gone. Yes, it is. And you have to, in order to get that far, you either have to stop to refuel uh, or somehow equip your ship with extra fuel, which is a problem because in the future, all of our fuel is radioactive. So if you have too much of it, it reaches critical mass and blows up your ship. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Having a continual uh, nuclear reaction going off, it's fine. It's fine. If Just only we had key. some other way of generating power continuously and without limit, why we could go anywhere we wanted. <laughs> Uh, still, this definitely sounds like a cause for uh, trying to figure out how we're going to get all the way out to Saturn as well. We do look like a pirate ship, but if we can't get there, it doesn't even matter. Maybe um, we can jury-rig Voyage's ship as some sort of tanker. Um, yes, and also in theory, if his ship now if his ship has been to Saturn, how did he get there and get back? Exactly. Well, obviously, as a space pirate, he has access to some sort of refueling station in the asteroid belt. He also has the scoop. So if yep. he scoops up some atomics while he's out flying, even if they're just minor amounts, or he like no, no, he would he would have to get ser- he would have to stop and get serious fuel. There has to be a fuel cache somewhere between here and Saturn. Whether it's a pirate outpost or just a cache is a good question. Right. So I guess uh, we're gonna have to convince the good boy to give us any information he has on how to pass us off as pirates, so we can gain access to the supply depot. Well, we don't know where it is. Okay. Not exactly. Uh, well, it and, does. and your ship is successfully disguised. Now, also, Captain Proteus is going to, you know, say, I'm sorry, I can't come with you on the next mission. Oh, darn, I can't risk my life and get shot at uh, for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've done some more research 
uh, on some of the other components that we're, that we're looking for, because uh, as was mentioned in here, uh, not only, you know, did we find the doctor who can build, you know, not only do we find this Dergamo boy who can, you know, build the container they need, but they also need an, an, a, a crucible of neutral energy inside it, and then they need to be able to compress it. And there, as far as I can tell, there are two scientists who would be able to do this. One of them is Dr. Lawrence Boyer. Uh, he is an alligator, uh, and he works on. Uh, he works currently for the Intravenous Incorporated, a uh, company on Venus. Uh, he's doing a lot of research. Uh, in, Venus is important because it's a younger planet and has a lot of the uh, early, not, I wouldn't call them rare earth elements, but some of elements, uh, especially important to this sort of research, including niton gas. So right. if he doesn't know how to make uh, this kind of neutral gas they're talking about, he would be able to point us in the right direction. And fortunately, Venus isn't too far for the rest of us. The other person of interest is Dr. Forrester Rickman. And he's a lot closer because he works uh, uh, the Lunarium on the moon, which is just up there. Oh, right next to the amusement park. Um, yeah, uh, he's pretty close. Uh, and I found that he uh, once filed a paper, uh, since the moon has a problem with low gravity, uh, he's, one of the, he's a major consultant in artificial gravity. Well, there's many people we could talk to. He is easily the closest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also worried that these two people, since they've filed papers on similar materials that I found, that they might be future targets of, uh, um, you know, you know, of our um, pirate people. We can be more proactive in trying to protect them. So between the two, uh, we definitely have two new missions. We could definitely easily stop by the moon, check in with them, and maybe try to see um, if there's anything going around around our uh, dear doctor. Yep. Uh, so, those, so those are the four goals that I could put on your list right now. Uh, looking at Dr. Rickman, looking at Dr. Boyer, uh, try to find a way to get to Saturn, find out what's going on Saturn, or, well, I just put it in there, or do something I haven't even thought of. Right. I say we go to Saturn. I mean, I got no problem going to John Saturn. John Lancer wants to go to Saturn. He's never been. <laughs> it would be quite a fun journey. The moon is, of course, right here, though. Okay. Um, does anyone else have any opinions? Griffin's technically the captain. Uh, our new captain, an astute observer of real facts. The moon is indeed right here. <laughs> the Earth is a, down. We can oh, make a pit stop. <laughs> although I guess technically it's actually right over there. Uh, still, I think uh, trying to look into any of these doctors would probably be to our advantage, because if we find more of these pirates... Uh, who have been hired as thermionic agents, then maybe they would have more information upon an outpost where they might refuel. But Captain... That's also true, finding more pirates. Uh, Gunboy uh, has refused to talk, but he's one tough cookie. So you're thinking uh, it's probably better if you can gather, you've already gathered some clues from him. But no, after going with, you guys got three successes. He's extremely good. His logbooks are just lies. They're just complete lies. He, he prepared ahead of time for this. Uh, he's he. You wouldn't have found any of this if you hadn't rolled three successes. He's that good. Yeah. Uh, probably a reason why he's the right hand man. Right. Or, but of course, so he's less likely. We need to find someone more cowardly and superstitious than he is to intimidate and give us all we want. 
what uh what's the year sorry no no not the current year um sorry in our reimagined history when does the reimagined history start uh i think 1920 uh basically it starts around 19 i would say 1935 because when things to come okay so the geneva convention exists uh post-world war ii so yes okay yeah there would there would be uh well world war ii was fought with atomic weapons but um mm-hmm. there there would be a equivalent of the geneva convention okay because you just reminded me it's called the league of worlds so because mm-hmm. like the league of nations so also, yeah there are, there are basic uh sentient rights right i just wanted to make sure because if it was like starting in 1920 or so i could freely get at this guy well you're also a martian so yeah but i mean we're on earth um that's also true. But if you wanted to argue that you were um, uh, exempt, this campaign got dark. <laughs> I think the cat's complaining. Yeah, I, would, I prefer no war crimes. And also, I was uh, just making Corbin's... sure it was a war crime first. That's all. Plus, yep. Captain, Captain, I want to point out that the more we poke our nose around, the more we give the Thermians a, a tip off of that we're onto them. So that's why I also vote just to go straight to Saturn. Because. I thought that right. there was the large possibility this had nothing to do with the Thermians. Well, so where do you want to go next? Because time is of the essence. Dr. Hasselhoff right. is still missing. So basically from that, I've gotten that uh, Corvus and Ralph, you have no additional opinion, correct? I would side with our current captain and say we should go to Saturn. I'm the captain. You're talking about Well, land. to be fair, you yeah. are well, you are technically the, the current captain. Also, me already. It's I side with the I side with Saturn as well. All right. All right. So you want to go ahead and get your ship to Saturn. That sounds like the plan then. We will just right. try to go there as quickly as possible. All right. So you're going to go ahead and get inside your ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your ship is disguised. That's right. Uh, and you're going to go ahead and take the long trip. Uh, so you can go from here uh, to one of the, the asteroid belt has numerous space patrol bases in it. So you'll sit down and chart your way to the next station. Uh, who is your navigator? Uh, well, I'm usually the pilot, and we have our co-pilot, so... Well, who's your smartest academic? Uh, I suppose that would actually be Dr. Corvus. I mean, Get to a... the console, you cold, unfeeling machine. No, it's not a console. You have this big, giant, like, glass board that's in two dimensions that has all the planets <laughs> on it, and you sit there, and you, like, you know, you have little pins with strings in them. Very Star, very Star Wars. Uh, no, I've got a scale uh, goes across the entire ship. I got an astroglave in the back. <laughs> so if I just turn all the things this way, and I tie a string around this one to represent where we're starting. All right, hold on. Let me turn a couple of knobs here, and we make Sorry, a you rotation. Distracting the cat. Good news is the cat's doing much better. The bad Wonderful. news is the cat's doing much better. <laughs> now he's constantly wound up all the time. Uh, so, Dr. Corvus, go ahead and uh, plot a course for us. We need to get to the asteroid belt. Before I hit enter, I just want to remind you all that I'm a crackpot. Yeah, that's fair. That doesn't mean that I'm smart. You are technically still the smartest of us. Just because that's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, we didn't say you were smart, we said you were the smartest. Would you like an assist die there, Doctor? No, I, I can get lost. I'm fine with getting lost. <laughs> What's Jupiter like these days? I could take a, a stop off at Ganymede, Io. Damn, Let's are, go to Triton. You, are, all of you, are you all saying there's a reason we had Captain Proteus with us? Yeah, apparently. He would have filed the paperwork before we even took off. Flight plans would have been made. 
You decided to. You decided to chart a course while we were on the ship. That's right. Off here's, the cuff. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> here's the thing, though, is that I'm mechanical. I don't need air or heat. I'm a, I'm a daredevil. I fly spaceships as they're intended by the seat of my pants. Yeah, you, you, he doesn't need air or heat. You have to damage it. You have to hit him until you break the mechanosoak until he needs air and heat. Yeah, Ralph, why don't you roll up? Why don't you assist the doctor and, 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 and make yeah, sure Ralph, we get... Yeah, Ralph, why don't you assist uh, since one success is, you know... As we've said, the moon is right there. So yeah, after Dr. Carvis goes through his 15-minute crackpot theory about why this is the optimal course, we tell Ralph to, to polish All it right. up for us. Yeah, my 20-minute dissertation on where Planet X really is. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you guys were lucky you're on camera. The cat actually used the scratching post. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, so one Still success. one success. So you get in your ship and fly. Whoosh. Normally I wouldn't make a big issue about this, but after you start getting in the dark of space and narrative time, this is the thing that always like bothers me about space travel in, in mm -hmm. these games is because it's a narrative time where it takes as long to get there as is important to the plot. So um, uh, let's see. Uh, Lancer, I believe, are you the, you're the pilot, right? Co-pilot. He's oh, the captain. The pilot? I'm the pilot. Okay. Pilot, I need you to make a roll of will and transport. Oh, boy. Your co-pilot also makes a will on transport. This is because you're flying through the dullness of space. You're rolling oh. for space badness. Cabin fever. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm just double-checking my list. Do I actually have uh, a transport. piloting bonus die? No, I don't. I just oh, have my no. transport. Sorry, Captain. Your co-pilot's no help. Crashed into no the moon. Helping. It was right there. Uh so somebody messed with all of your settings in the ship. Dr. Corvus came by and changed the way your bucket seats are all set up. Oh, why do these automated yeah, arms doctor. keep popping out and trying to correct my course to what Dr. Corvus wants? Let the needles inject my, you. They're anti- I have my armrests in the exact perfect spot that I need, Dr. Corvus. Why do you keep futzing with them? <laughs> Alright, okay. so I'm going to go ahead and declare my favorite use of transport as our ship and reroll the one. Doesn't help. One success is all around. Okay, so let's go ahead and describe uh, everybody's results. Uh, death face. Death face. Uh. <laughs> I mean, as many Astro Soaks are on this ship, I think we're fine. We're just so not we, getting anywhere anytime soon. The, la okay. the, la the last image that we all, all see. <laughs> hey, 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 that's not right. I am in charge of the cargo hold. We already took care of this last time. Okay, so to clarify then, um, Blaskowitz and Lancer, you two are are at the con. or, uh, or you know, Well, you two are... Uh, actually, I think it's the helm, isn't it? The two of yeah, you are wow. in, in the control center. You're in the front of the ship, both of you with, with um, controls in them. Uh, Summers, I suppose they're going to go ahead and put you in that little underbelly gun that you guys have. Oh, boy. Uh, you have been cleared, since you're going into dangerous space, you've been cleared for ammunition. So your underbelly ray gun uh, has been loaded uh, with atomic isotopes. So, is it a shooting roll to shoot if need be? Uh, it is indeed shooting. Uh, during um, hastily combat, though, you may suffer limits to your dice. This is the cap of how high your dice are allowed to get, and that's usually limited by your highest transport die. Uh, however, pilots can do something to assist that. And Corvus, you are actually in the cargo hold. Yes. As we determined last time, it's a position on the ship, and it seems to me the position of least resistance. Okay. 
So you were in the cargo hold. You were in there with a bunch of other crap. Yep. Remember, I was found in a vault. This is literally like home to me. Maybe that's where your box is. So this was charger uh, receptacle is space vampire. You, are, you got me. You were soaring out into uncharted space, and for the next few days, um, you have to bother Corvus to get the food because that's where the cargo is. He sets up his own little snack bar. Imitation chocolate. It's so convenient. I've created a. Uh, I like to call it a treadmill for food. You just sit in your chair and spin the wheels around your feet, and the food will come to you. I feel very accused right now, but I'll okay. take that third chocolate bar if it means I can get on the thread. If I have to uh, get on the But um, as you are uh, flying through the dark void of space, sorry, I had to punish the cat. Um, you will indeed. Uh, yes, at first it's all dull, and you guys are going out watching the dials. Are you sure we're going the right way? It's like it's space. How can we go the wrong way? You just like there's nothing out there. Look, the sun is over there, and we point this way. Obviously, we're going the right way. I mean, you can see all sort of terrestrial phenomenon. You know, there's some space debris. There's a cloud. Uh, but what the heck is that? And that's when you're going to be ambushed. Oh no. Ooh. Uh, your ship is fired upon. You immediately can choose to take evasive action or be blown to crap. I assume you're going to take evasive action. That I will. All right. I need you to go ahead and, uh, I need the pilot to make a roll of speed in transport. Uh, oh, and you could be assisted by your co-pilot. All right. Co-pilot. Give me that assist. Okay. The bad guys have rolled a five to shoot at you. I'm seeing a six. So you don't necessarily need well, the assist. You are barely missed. There we go. Yeah, with an eight. Okay. Uh, as it's another ship. Uh, yes, it is, in, uh, it is a ship. Uh, well, you'd have to actually examine it to get markings. So, you know, you get two actions per turn on your ship. One of them is usually a control action to operate something. But you can also Makes do sense. attacks. Many times players will just guard as their other default action because you're not doing anything weird. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually go in rank order when you're on a ship. So we're going to go ahead and go with the captain first. You can either wait uh, or do something immediately. Uh, you can also issue orders. That that I can. Uh, what I will personally do is I will continue to control the ship and uh, I will guard in anticipation of our next possible attack. No Hopefully one seems to need to be rallied. Okay, go ahead and make a speed and transport roll. Okay. Um, so. You issued no specific order, so I'm going to go with Lancer. Lancer, you're in the co-pilot seat. I will be assisting uh, the captain. Okay, go ahead and roll. Are any of you a team player? I am. Okay. Oh, goody. That should have been D12 when I rolled. Well, if I make mine, I have two successes now. So Okay, good play. news. As long as Lancer is in control, his successful control rolls for the ship assist everyone else in the ship. Because ah. he's assisted everyone else with a D12 bonus to your transport, no one has any penalties as long as Lancer is in control. Wonderful. Okay, so Lancer starts to take ship around. I guess you guys start yelling and stuff. Uh, Dr. Corvus, I guess you're just going to focus because you're in the cargo bay? Actually, no. I'm going to start building something. All right. Well, I'll find out what it is later to my, to my regret. Uh, <laughs> Summers, you are in the bomb site. You can see that another, another ship has fallen. And of course, you have to be like in a World War II, like that Star Wars Millennium Falcon style gunner seat. In a cupola. Yep. Cupola. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, and you can see the other ship fly by with their atomics. Uh, they, it looks like another ship. You could focus to try and get a better look at it. You could start shooting. You could do something else. Well, this is a pulp game, so let's aim and shoot. 
Okay, so you're going to aim, ready the guns. You have no penalties because Lancer is holding the ship steady. You can go ahead and uh, the main guns are ray guns. So they roll speed, mind, and shooting. The other ship did a flyby and has some range on you. All right, our sixes to defend will clear that out. Yeah, let's see what Summers gets to hit. Oh, right. This is the uh, that is an eight and a six. That is two points of damage from your ship's ray guns, which have a damage bonus of zero. The other ship will attempt to soak with its crappy armor, uh, but you still did damage to it. So the other ship takes cosmetic damage. Uh, you shoot, and some of your atomic rays create some burn marks, and some of the bits of fly off of their ship. They've taken cosmetic damage. No one is operating uh, the radio because no one's in that seat. So it's time for the bad guys. The bad guys are going to bring the ship around again and they're going to fire. I need your pilot to make a piloting roll. Okay. And the co-pilot can also make a piloting roll. Here's mine. What wow. Once again, you are barely missed. Uh, yeah, no one no one apparently is hailing you or asking for a surrender, but you have no radio operators, so no one's on the radio. Radios are complicated things. That ultra-wave radio requires a skilled operator. Right, which, um, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get up and so do they, any times soon. <laughs> they bring their ship around. Uh, they apparently have fixed guns, which are bigger than yours, but less accurate. Hmm. So uh, they have missed you. Dr. Corbus builds a spacesuit in case he needs to bail out. I wouldn't need that. Um, I have I an elaborate five-turn plan. Okay, uh, they fired on you. You guys still haven't taken a hit. Uh, what are your orders, Captain Blaskowitz? Uh, keep firing away. All right, and you're controlling the ship? That is right. Okay, and Lancer, you're still holding her steady? Yep. Okay, make a hold her steady roll. Um, Summers, do you actually have transport as a skill? Two yes. successes. Okay, but, well, it doesn't matter because the ship is still steady. Summers, what do you want to do? Aim and fire. Okay, your ray guns are fine. Go ahead and take the shot. That is a tie, and since we are in space, there is nothing for them to hide behind. However, it is only a one-point hit, which they don't soak. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so you'll, like, their ship does a zoom. You start shooting them, it starts pinging, and then it looks like you hit something that was important uh, because there is a loud spark from their ship. Uh, they apparently have suffered mechanical damage. Excellent. Uh, I do want to point out that it's rather funny that you're putting a non-combatant in the shooting role. <laughs> uh, you're not a non-combatant. You're an actual member of the Space Patrol. Well, I'm saying non-combatant as in I have the gift because I'm an egghead. Oh, you have the gift of non-combatant? Yes. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Well, you, could have, you could have declined the position. I forgot. Oh, no, it's all good. Okay, so non-combatant's tapped. Yeah, let me uh, take care of that. You have to go 24 hours without violence to recharge that. Um, all right. Well, the other ship is shot, so the other ship is going to attempt to fly away. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can see their mechanic. They're, uh, they're spewing radioactive debris. Uh, their engine uh, is firing from an odd angle, but they um, start to soar off into the dark of space in a different vector than when you guys originally came. Captain, what are your orders? Pursuit course, uh, Captain? Yeah, trace that vector. Follow them. I want to know where they're going. Pilots, uh, roll, please. Uh, it will once again be speed and transport. Three successes. Okay, that's three successes. I got uh, nothing on my own. <laughs> you're going to catch up with them. Uh, their ship is still working, uh, uh, but they have suffered heavy damage. 
Do you want, if you want to fire upon them, you can order Summers to do that. If you want to order their surrender, someone has to move to the radio. Let's, right. let's, order, you... let's, get, let's get their surrender. Yeah. Let's see what... so move to the uh, Corvus. Move to the uh, move to the radio. I'm in the middle of something. Yep. Corvus declined your order because he's busy. So the only one to move is Summers. Yeah. Uh, Summers, in order to operate a radio, requires a roll of mind. Oh, actually, you're in a hurry, so it's speed and academics. Oh boy. Is there any way I can assist him, or am I doing? Uh, no, because you're flying the ship. Gotcha. Yep. Two successes. So, Summers, do you announce yourself as the Space Patrol? Say something. Space Patrol vessel problem child calling our attackers. You demand yep. your immediate surrender or you will be fired upon again. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I think it well, was the Amatea, but I'll look this up again. All right. You are trying to demand their surrender and sound all kind of important. I need you to make a roll of will and presence. Do you have any gifts that make it like guts that make you sound any more dangerous? Not yet. Nope. You're the safe cracker. You've just got bad hearing. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, you also get a bonus D8 because they are motivated to do what you say. <laughs> okay, less oh boy. Oops. Okay. Well, well. So, so you get on there and say something like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> you're a criminal, career criminal, tries to ask the other criminal. Listen, uh, say, give up, say, we're the space patrol, say. So, wait, one criminal talking to another. Can I roll streetwise with this? Um, sure. Go ahead and roll a bonus D12. Listen, buddies. <laughs> Listen, say. Yeah, can you There's no way I'm buzzing alone. Can you hear this cat project? Yeah. Yeah, the cat's having fun. The cat, cat seems to be enjoying himself. Cat seems to like what's going on. Yeah, he's just... Dude, we're on the internet. The cat wants to okay. see the chip explode. Uh, well, with one success, it's like, well, it's Space Patrol. Um... Uh, yeah, um, there'll be a crackly voice that comes on the end of the radio says, yeah, oh, uh, uh, sorry, we mistook you for, uh, violent agents, um, from, uh, foreign power, uh, we, we, we surrender. Uh, we're leaking air and need request immediate assistance. All right, kill your engines, prepare to, uh, uh, be boarded. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, prepare to be boarded. Well, reverse. Prepare to board our ship. Okay. It's an order. Gonna yeah, make them board the ship. I assume you move Summers to the Coppola and then order them to mm -hmm. come over. Right. Lancer, okay. you're up. I'm gonna go and greet our guest. No problem. Uh, uh, now, when you ask the space pirates to come over and greet you, uh, how are you like planning on meeting them at the airlock? Armed? Yeah. We're ready and armed, but we're definitely taking the they don't have air and probably want to be over here and alive seriously. Yeah, so you so you pull out your guns and try to be threatening, right? Yes. Do you want to maybe have a threatening posture, which is presence, or do you want to have a uh, negotiating posture, or do you want to have a different posture I haven't mentioned? I'm threatening. I'm going to be threatening. Okay, so when they come over, I need you to make a roll of body, will, and presence. I'm giving you an extra D12 for authority, but you don't actually have the gift of authority. That is quite right. I do not. You're Captain Breve. However, I do have presence. I do have guts. Oh, you, uh, may, roll your, you may roll your guts, but you have to say a gutsy line. I am also a giant. <laughs> How do they fit you in the, in the little seat? That's what you should be asking my fists. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, let's roll it. That is a Eight and five to scare them. Okay. 
Uh, they show up and surrender their weapons. There are three of them. Uh, a cat, a gecko, and a bull. Uh, they look like space pirates. They have you know, radiation burns, the motley outfits. All right, all right. Let's get you to the cargo brig. Yeah. Sit down. Hey, it's uh, you guys shot at us first. We were just trying to protect our space. It's the law of space or something. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Look, all right. I'll make this simple. Just tell us your story right now. Who are all you? That's our story. We're innocent space miners on our way to mine some space. <laughs> and I guess space. the question is, does that actually check out? Because uh, it definitely doesn't. Do you have any questioning dice at all? Nope. <laughs> We're lying. <laughs> well, sorry, you're the guy with you with Streetwise. So that, that I could make you roll, but Summers knows we're full of crap. You know, I'm doing space stuff in space, you know. All right. <laughs> you're not <laughs> you're not getting uh, away with that much. There's no mining true. equipment over there at all. And my friend here says you're lying, and I trust him more than I trust you. Does anyone want to go over and search their ship? Probably a good idea. Who are you sending? Send the uh, robot. <laughs> Ralph and Corvus, go ahead and investigate the ship. Lancer and I have this on this side. Dr. Corvus, I will need you to make a roll of mind and observation. Do you have danger sense or sabotage? No. All right. Do you have observation? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Shall I roll as well? Yep. Sending you two. <laughs> this, he's not distracting you, is he? No. No, no. He's, he's adding to the game. He's our prisoner. He's, he's very squirmy. That's the female cat prisoner right now. Yeah, cat prisoner. Oh, I was framed. Were you? Fr were you framed? Were you framed for space crime? <laughs> wow, Doctor Corvus is actually more observant than Doctor uh, than Mister Summers here. Uh, at first, uh, their ship looks like their ship looks like it's been shot, uh, and that their electrical system was overloaded. Uh, they are indeed leaking air. You can immediately tell from the lack of air pressure. Uh, I mean, it's not, like, dead yet, but the pressure is dropping. But most importantly, the reason why you need two successes is because their hold uh, is full of unstable uh, uh, radiogenic fragments. And so when you went to go investigate the back of the ship, they have improperly stored the radiogens, and you possibly could have set off an explosion. Oh, wow. You wow. have chosen not to set off the explosion, for the record. It's the Pinto of space. Pretty much. Tap the well, back too hard and it'll blow. The, uh, yeah, they're just overloaded. And, and it's all improperly stored. They haven't bothered to... to uh, like, it's just you just open the cargo hold and wom, wom, wom. And like, everything's just mm -hmm. strapped up and loose and all that kind of stuff. Uh, this looks like contraband. Right. Or not contraband. Uh, it's like stolen goods. Right. Stolen goods. But um, th this is usually thermionic stuff. Or is this actually not uh, the thermiotic radiogenic material? You have two successes and you observe them. Uh, go ahead and make, uh, you can go ahead and make a mind and academics roll and I'll give you a bonus D8 because of Corvus was already successful. Uh, well, I'm not very smart. Okay. The signature I, atomic of the thermions. Yeah, I have mind academics. The yeah, signature atomic of the thermions is tellurium, which is a very dangerous isotope. Uh, Toss out that extra D8 too, why not? One second one. Extra D8. Yeah, for these lists. Um, uh, the extra D8, D8 comes through. It's fine. Yeah, so three That's successes. Three. <clears throat> but there's none of that here. Uh, okay. No, th this looks like uh, Masrium, Radium, uh, uh, 
technetium. This looks like a lot of the stuff that you would find from uh, the asteroid belt. These guys look like they shot at you. They look like uh, space pirates, and they have a cargo hold full of stolen atomics. Let's see if we can question these guys about this uh, depot. Uh, yeah, that was going to be my next course of action, I think, asking uh, where are they based out of? Why should we tell you that? Because I I'm mean, being scary. <laughs> well, um, you know, we can always just put you back in the ship and send you on your merry way with the hole in it, you know. You can't do that. You're space patrol agents. You're the good guys. You're here to arrest us. Well, then Who's again... going to tell anyone? Space? Are you going to threaten them, which would be... And the best part is the captain's not here to quote protocol for you. So you're going <laughs> to threaten them. If you're going to threaten them, that's going to be uh, um, mind, will, and present. Okay, okay, so I trade out I... my body D8 for a D4. Uh, and I assume I can still th roll things like Godsend. I'm very big. You can roll Guts, yeah. I will see if I can assist him, but I, I have no body or I have no presence. And I don't have any presence. You got two stats, <laughs> two dice. You got a chance. Let, Go ahead. Lancer's just too I, pretty for this. Yes. What are you going to do? Bust my hair? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, no assist, take that off, and let's see what we get. I got four dice. Oh, you didn't need my help. <laughs> all right. I thought you guys were the good guys. I'm all I'm as good as you're going to get today. <laughs> you're not going to get anything out of us. And the bull says, I, no, no, I can tell you. There's, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the, there's the dark, uh, we, we've got a secret stash near Jupiter. So you idiot, if you hadn't told them that, they'd never know that. It's like, he's going to kill us. He's not going to kill us. You don't know oh, that. No. He's definitely going to kill you guys. Like, he's really, really pissed off right now. Like, you're lucky yeah, I'm not in the room. I used to live out in these belts. I know how far I can throw someone into the depths of space. And if you guys are space patrol, how come you didn't identify yourselves? <laughs> That's our little secret. We're doing undercover sting operations. Any ship we attack now could be a space patrol ship. Shame yep. you won't be able to tell any of your friends that. You're going to Space Patrol. Well, yeah, there well, is... I assume, a... I assume the problem child has a brig. The, the, there's a secret uh, stash near Jupiter. You bring these guys any sort of atomics, and they've been paying top dollar for it, says the bull. Who's they? Um, I don't ask questions. They're space pirates. It's not healthy to ask questions like that, especially when they're paying as much money as they were. I show them a picture of Voight. This guy look familiar to you? Uh, you have how many successes? Uh, I have three. Yeah, you have three. Always, um, yeah, yeah, that's the guy. I didn't want to do any of this. That snake guy made me do all of this, says the bull. So you've been selling it to this guy, or this guy's been organizing it? I've seen him. In, on Jupiter? Uh, yeah. And I show him the picture of the wolf. What about this one? I've seen that guy, too. At Jupiter? <laughs> yeah, at, uh, well, yeah, at the Jupiter station. And I show a picture of uh, Hazel. Yeah, not on Jupiter. No one's actually. Yeah, on one Jupiter. of the moons of Jupiter. I got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I whip up a picture of uh, Dr. Hazelstoff. What about this one? You seen this person around? Uh, no idea who that is. Uh, no, oh, actually, he, wouldn't say, he wouldn't say no idea who that is. He would say, yeah, yeah, I've seen them too. And you guys get to make a mind and questioning roll. <laughs> uh, I'll just roll a mind and totally fail that. Let's see. All right. Oh, hey, I actually have successful. Uh, it's almost as if he's telling you anything you want to hear, but you think he's seen the snake and the wolf guy, not so much the poor fox doctor. And, and, I, go, and I, go to, I go to the cat, uh, I go to Blaskowitz. I'm like, I think we got all we got out of these suckers. I agree, Lancer. 
All right, you three are lucky. You don't have to go for a walk today in space. Hooray! <laughs> I never like wanted to be a space pirate. I, w- I wanted to get into macrame. Well, you'd be yeah. happy to know that. Uh, hold up, what's this pamphlet Cor- uh, Proteus gave me? <clears throat> the rehabilitation program of the Star Patrol allows for macra- macrame. <laughs> Finally. I'm not a disappointment to my parents. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yeah, I assume I assume the, the problem child has a brig that we can stuff these guys into. You do have a brig. <laughs> right. Because you are an actual, like, ship. So we're about to leave uh, the ship back here as a bit of space junk for now. And when we get to Space Patrol later, we'll probably say, yeah, there's a wreckage out here. Well, you also need to radio in to tell them uh, that it's dangerous because it could explode. Oh, yes. And it's also radio. incredibly dangerous. That's <laughs> why they started to run, because one more shot and you could detonate the entire cargo. You could just scuttle it. No, um, it's evidence. The captain it, would want us to hold the it's evidence. It's evidence, and it's full of um, radiogenic like, you know, millions of dollars worth of uh, atomics. Right. Yeah. We're not the team to deal with this right now. Literally, we got we places could. to be, like Jupiter. And besides, the ship is slowly leaking air anyway. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? They're totally leaking air. Yeah. All right. On to, on to, on to, I guess we can check out this Jupiter station if we want. I guess that's actually where we need uh, to go. He, he tells you where it is, which will give you a D8 assist bonus to your navigation, which mm-hmm. is mine and academics, to go ahead and try to get there. Right. And that'll be basically just added to our course. We end up at the... Uh, well, I need you to make a roll of mind and academics and then bonus D8 to get there. There okay. you go. Two successes. Very nice. Okay. That is enough to find it because one success uh, wouldn't quite. So, um, oh, and um, you could also, before scuttling the ship, you could also try to steal the other ship's fuel since you have quite a distance to go. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a thing we can do. Yeah. Okay. Transporting the fuel over is going to be a roll of body... Craft and transport. Um, I got lots of that. Lancer, go over there with a hose. <laughs> I got transport and I got another transport. I've got body and transport and craft. All right, go yeah, ahead I, and I think, uh, assist I, I, me. Yeah, I think Summer, Summer should be the man for this job. Or rather, I guess I'll assist you real quick. Yeah. There you go. You have an assist. Wow, you managed to refuel your ship. That's Wait, who's, without who's having the project lead on this? What's that? Who's the lead? Is Summer's the lead? Yeah, yes. we declared some of this okay. lead. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I could have done the job myself. <laughs> uh, the gecko is going to, like, after you've locked him up, like, turn it out to Corpus and say, hey, you don't really work for these people. You know, we can make it really worth your while if you help us escape. How? <laughs> Martian says no. I said how. Oh, how? Well, you know, you're, like, I can see that you're a Martian. You're big and strong and good with tools. You could just, like, take over the engine room or... No, I mean, how are you going to make it worth my while? I've got millions of of um, dollars on you. Know, you? Well, no. Then you don't have anything. Um, but but I I could get them to you. You can trust me. I'm a career space criminal. He kills people with a ton of weapons. Get them to me, and then we'll talk. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> I love Doctor Corvus. I'm not gonna sell them out for like not. It's not practical. I mean, a promissory note is worth nothing in space. Uh, with two successes, you load your ship up uh, with the fuel atomics and not the bad atomics. Uh, and then fly. Whoosh. What was the demolitions die for again? We're dealing with explosive materials. Okay. I'm like, um, I will give him the demolitions die. He knows how to deal with hazardous materials. Do like you guys looked at craft and transport and thought, not the doctor. 
<laughs> well, it it is it's specifically an explosion hazard, so we will I will give him demolitions on. Meanwhile, and... I'm in the cargo bay looking down at my Mark II suicide bot. It's like, uh, we almost had our day. You built another suicide bot. <laughs> That's what I was I was building. Well, I I thought to myself, how do I make a space missile? All right, well, I need a frame. I'll make an outfit. I gave it uh, the aeroplane so it could fly. I gave it animatronics so I could pilot it remotely. All I needed to do was put an explosive in it, and I could have shot it at their ship. Just open so up the cargo. You still do that. Yeah, I just, like I said, it took me like four or five turns, and you guys ended in three, so I didn't have a chance. Well. <laughs> the Mark II just didn't get its chance to shine. It's my doomsday weapon, but. I haven't finished building it yet, because why? Well, you remember, the no Mark worries. 1 got stuck on a ladder, so clearly now the Mark 2 is a flyer. 30-second turnaround time for equipping our ship with a nuclear missile is pretty good, though. Yeah, the only problem is it's uh, it's uh, aeroplane, but we're in space. I well, was going the problem is doesn't that matter, though. That No, that doesn't matter. Uh, burst jets of air are still... Uh, will still propel you or change your direction. Plus, you carry the momentum of the vessel that you were ejected from. So, so long as the ship is moving, you still have forward velocity, and the turbine will adjust you uh, directionally. If you have, you have to carry your own air. Right, it's reaction mass. Which, the jet well, there's literally nobody in the outfit breathing, so it has well, all the air it needs. Technically, you would carry your own air. I would, I would just be rolling, yeah, I would just keep rolling the breakdown die until it, if it broke down, you run out of air. Mm-hmm. At which point I would make an argument for towards trajectory that it was finally traveling on, and then insist the pilots try and make the guy swerve Yeah, this, this is when we get into my favorite thing of, like, can you have a top speed in space? And the answer is no, but... Well, they're oh. technically... Yeah, but if they're but trying they're to... Ma- there. If they're maneuvering around, they're not traveling at full speed. I know. It, it, it's one of the problems with this kind of pulp era. It doesn't matter. You guys refuel and head off to IO uh, Station. That's uh, right. near Jupiter, and you are disguised as a ship. Pirate ship. Uh, I mean, technically, we were always a ship. Okay, so you're disguised as a pirate ship. So, um... Uh, yeah, should have picked so camouflage. We could have been disguised as an yeah. asteroid. <laughs> yeah, we made sure that there's a big garish Jolly Rogers painted on the side of the ship. <laughs> okay. Alright, so, Ralph, when we actually do get up there, I probably want you on the radio, because this is, uh, one, criminals. half your plan, and two, you're the best liar. Very and well. Criminals, you know how to talk to criminals. <laughs> and, and you were worried that being a safe cracker wouldn't be useful. <laughs> um, so you'll fly, and eventually you'll see the planet Jupiter, uh, and uh, the um, you know the eye of Jupiter itself. But the station that he's describing uh, is actually on the moon of Ganymede, which is actually a pirate station. So you guys zoom around, eventually find uh, that. Meanwhile, the majesty of Jupiter is not lost on you. This is the farthest away from Earth any of you have ever been. Um, and the farthest away from Mars. Yeah, I to say. <laughs> I've been pretty far you, from Earth to begin with. Uh, as you get closer, uh, you um, uh, Summers who's operating the radio will hear a signal being broadcasted to them. Um, Summers, do you actually have academics? Yes. Okay. I'll let you wrote to receive the signal. But you okay. are receiving a signal that says, uh, you know, your attention, uh, unknown vessel, you're approaching our station. Identify yourselves or be destroyed. What was the name of Voight's vessel? Uh, of Gunvoit's vessel? Yes. Um, I don't think it had a name. You could just drop Gunvoit's name. I mean, he had the illegal vessel, so it didn't really have a registered yeah, name. Yeah, Ralph, but say we're here with Gunvoit. Say Gunvoit brought us, told us to come here. 
Gunvoy sent us. We're here for the refuel. I need you to make a roll of will and deceit because that's a lie. Yeah. The tension rises. Ooh, two successes. Very nice. Wow, two successes. Yeah, I will let you throw in the streetwise because you're lying to a fellow criminal and your ship is still adequately disguised. It hasn't fallen off for any reason. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. All right. Well, uh, yeah, here, go ahead and do a vector nine, you know, nine or four, four. Uh, come on around to the dark side. Good to see you back, Gunvoit. Good to be back. Uh, you will fly around to, um, well, Gunvoit's probably, uh, sorry, Gunvoit. Ganymede, I don't think, is tidally locked. But uh, you still fly around to the other side where uh, as you get closer, um, you know, to the surface, because Ganymede's pretty big. It's like, almost, I think it's almost Earth size. But as you get closer, the surface itself is barren of all life. But then you'll eventually see geodesic domes. Uh, and I actually don't have a map for this place because I mapped some other places, but not this one. So just pretend you see a bunch of um, Dymaxian domes uh, made out of improvised materials all rising. Uh, I, you'll glide the ship in the land. Um, you know, once again, just a you know, nice roll of speed mine and transport from the pilot. Okay. You'll probably be fine. Let's check it out. We got... Yeah, you're fine. Oh, co-pilot beat me to it. Yeah, by now you can just, you know, this is the first time you've landed. Their landing strip isn't up to code, which is why I'm making you roll to land on it. They don't have lights on it properly, so you mm -hmm. had to eyeball some of it. But, um, yeah, you'll land and all this ice and dust gets scattered up uh, as you land. Uh, the um, barometer is going to show you that the atmospheric pressure outside is 0, 0.0, so there's no atmosphere. Yeah, gotta have the suit on. So you will have to suit up. Yep. So, uh, yeah, now that you've landed, uh, uh, you can see that there's basically one large installation, a couple other ones. Uh, one of those is probably the reactor. Um, uh, with your, You guys can scan out the windows and look. Between your craft and academics, you can identify that there is an oxygen processing plant, uh, a water plant. This is a pretty nice setup, but everything is made out of improvised materials, all stolen from different sources. This looks like a secret pirate hideaway on, you know, all the way out in Jupiter Station. Ooh, very nice. All right, um, let's get our story straight. If anyone asks us what happened to Voight, say he got occupied with something on Earth, and he sent us in his place. Oh, I should have one more thing because I don't have a map. There's also, from the complex you guys are looking at, there's another complex that's pretty far away, like a couple kilometers away. Mm -hmm. That's like another dome that doesn't appear to have any life support at all. And it's far away from this one. But you can see lots of tracks going back and forth. Interesting. So there has to be some kind of crowd going to and from. Yeah. Uh, 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 specifically vehicle tracks. Mm -hmm. uh, are any of us actually good at questioning? I think the answer to that is still no, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think your questioning was Captain Proteus. Yeah. Uh, so the, not... uh, Summers is pretty good at passing himself off as a criminal. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay at negotiating. <laughs> right. So I'm definitely very curious what the uh, dome all the way out there is. But uh, yeah. I guess first things first, let's make sure we have fuel in case we need to scram. Uh, you think you have it? You took a lot of fuel to get here. You think you have enough, but of course you're close to Jupiter now. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of the gravitation from the planets may upset things. You think you're fine. I mean, that was the whole point of, like, stopping at the refueling station, anyway. 
in case we uh, because we're trying to get to Saturn. So well, no, apparently this is it because because Voight was this here. Might be the, this might be the waypoint. This might be the fueling point. Well, yeah, this is where wolf... he got here. This is how he got to Saturn by refueling. This isn't the end point. This is the halfway point. Yeah. Or yeah, actually, yeah, it would be the halfway. Okay. Point. So you just uh, so what's the plan? You're gonna suit up and go where? Uh. You mentioned one of them was like uh, the near domes. One was like a reactor. What were the other two that were close? There's one that looks like it might be a habitable structure, and there's another one that's an uninhabitable structure that's far away. You right. landed so... next to you landed next to the habitable structure, but you right. would have to walk through vacuum to get there. Right. So Astro suits. Uh, I'm ready to go to the habitable structure. Who else is? I'll go with you, Captain. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. Are you leaving anyone aboard the ship? Because remember, you have three prisoners. Corvus. Oh, I thought we dropped those off back at the asteroid belt. Nope, they're in the brig. No, you came straight here. All right, well, I tried to clarify that. Oh, well. Yeah, Captain. Sorry, and I apologize. It would have taken you longer, and you would have gotten more fuel in order to do that. Okay. You, you uh, were, when you were in dark space, far away from any uh, space patrol bases. It's almost as if the space pirates were hanging around far away. Uh, in that case, uh, Corvus, just go ahead and stay on the ship for now. We can radio you if we need you. Do you want to send your robot with them, Corvus? No. Okay, but everyone's suit, I believe, is still uh, wired for remote operation. Is that correct? Uh, remote communication, yeah. Re right. So, so in other words, Corvus, Corvus can talk to you and see what you see. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, but it also means your suits look weird because you've got like big giant because you didn't disguise that, so you guys have like big weird cameras on your suits. Well, I mean, the only one with any disguise on it is um, Lancer's because he's got the, the, the Rocketeer thing going on, except the Rocketeer part's hidden. Right. But, um, the, but right. So you, you guys have weird gadgets on your suits that anyone can see if they look at your suits. Okay, that's fine. All We're right. pirates. We have bootleg gear. You guys stroll outside into blissful vacuum. What a wonderful uh, day. And then head to the airlock which is unlocked and will let you in. Good. Um, when you do open the airlock, on the other side of it, you will see a grizzled monkey uh, who is smoking indoors because even though it's the future, it's the golden age future and everyone smokes everywhere. <laughs> oxygen. Uh, who needs pure oxygen? Yeah, who are you guys? Where is Gunvoit's usual crew? They're pretty well, his last crew all, all bit the dust, so uh, he hired a new crew and that's us. Huh? I need you to make a roll of will and deceit. All right. Because <laughs> you've spoke before Summers did. Uh oh boy. Uh oh. Well, I do have will. Oh <laughs> I'm botched. Oh is there anything you want to tap, son? <laughs> uh what can I tap? I could tap personality right here. What I'm carefree. I don't care what I'm saying to this person. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> here we go. Nine. Uh, well, you guys said you, but you were, wait a minute. So let me get this straight. You're with Gunvoy, but he's not with you. I can understand yeah. his entire crew getting it, but Gunvoy's one of the hardest space criminals I've ever met. I'll he's look up for Ralph. He's back on Earth. <laughs> he's predisposed at the moment. He sent us in his place. What are you here for? We're here to refuel and head out deeper. He sent us on a mission. Uh, well, it's the first I've heard any of it. He keeps things close to the chest. He's a professional, isn't he? Uh, while the monkey is talking, uh, two other tufts come by. A very large lion and a very short rabbit. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but they both have their arms crossed and kind of look defensively. They come out of the larger complex. They close the airlock behind you. Uh, so they already did that. So you guys are in the sealed area. I don't know why. Now, some of them close the airlock. I don't know where we're losing air. <laughs> uh, wait, so you guys are here to pick up and you're not dropping anything off, says the guy, moving his cigar from side to side in his mouth. Not today. Well, okay. Uh, I, I suppose if that's what you're supposed to be doing, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Uh, uh, I don't. Go ahead and ask. Uh, is it something you need moved? I mean, we're here at least. Um, wow, you guys are awfully helpful. Got yeah. nothing better. We were in the depths of space. Uh, we could use a little help. Uh, there's been a problem with the desalinization plant. Uh, normally, my boys and I would fix it, but the uh, actual uh, giant tungsten carbide drill that drills into the surface of the planet to uh, scrape up the ice crystals that are deep within there is kind of heavy and we could use a big guy like you to help us move it. And of course, since we had to improvise the parts, <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to hammer it a little bit to get it to fit. Just a little bit. Oh, I could maybe send someone out there. Sure. Uh, you look pretty big. Oh, why, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, give me a drink and uh, I'll go out and help you out. Uh, we got a drink. Problem is it tastes like fermented rocket fuel. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Pretty much what it is. Uh, and I'll give a nod over to uh, Ralph and Lancer to do uh, whatever they're thinking of doing right now. All right. So who's going to go with Ol- with uh, the monkey, whose name is Olmac? Who's going to go with Olmac to fix the drill? Uh, I'll go along. All right. So you're going. Anyone else? You know what? I'm going to tag along. <laughs> All right. So Ralph and Boris uh, go off with the monkey guy, leaving... Um, uh, I guess Lancer all by himself with the lion no. and the rabbit. Lancer's no. going, I'm staying. Oh, Lancer's going, sorry, my bad. Lancer's going, Arkloid's staying. Uh, Unless so, you want me to sabotage their operation so it blows up at a later time. <laughs> like, after we've left, of course. That's a good idea. Keep in mind, we probably want to come back here later to refuel again when we leave. Saturn. Yeah, why don't we wait? Why don't we wait till do we do that when we come back? <laughs> yeah, because we have plenty of radiogenic explosives in our ship that we could spare to do this with when we come back. Then, okay. So the three of them leave, and I guess Ralph, you stay here with the those two guys. Yes. Okay. I'll be the one that just talks and uses my streetwise to keep them on not on their toes but the opposite of yeah because we got these questions it's not like gunvoit to not go ahead and take care of stuff personally the boss doesn't like it yeah so i'm gonna have him wrote a bullshit story with his we're gonna make we're we're gonna make conversation with you so i need you to make a roll of mine and questioning i need you to roll your streetwise for a bonus d12 because we're criminals and i need you to throw in any deceit that you have because you're lying to us uh, I'd ask Dr. Corvus if he wants to assist you with this, but I don't think he does. Nope. And, and make sure to hot mic this so that we can all hear what the story is. <laughs> Two success. I don't have a favorite use of deceit yet. Can I make it with other criminals? You can with criminals, and you may reroll one one because they're going to start pressing you for some details because they look suspicious. That's three successes, so they're convinced. Wow, you know, sounds like gunpoint's on the way out, and you, Mr. Summers, are on the way up. This is good to be in a upperly mobile business such as this. So you can you can level with us, they say. Is the big push going to happen soon? Like, he's been talking big that there's supposed to be you know, something big happening pretty soon, which is why I've been storing all of this. And, you know, I think it's silly. We got all that stuff back there. We should just sell it. 
No, we've got plans. We've got plans for it. Wow. You know, it's good to be part of a cause. It's been far too long that all of those, you know, weak and insipid people, uh, you know, who don't understand, uh, you know, what, what true hard work and sacrifice is, eventually the power will belong to the strong. Yes, and it will be in our hands. Yes. I like the way you think, Ralph. Here, I was saving this. This is my private flask of actually good booze. Well, thank you. You'll have a sip. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Olmac leads the two of you guys down there to help with the drill. He shows you the drill and the apparatus and says, yeah, can you go ahead and try to load this uh, in here? Yeah, sure. Let me just get yeah, it up here. Make rolls uh, of body and craft. Yeah. I've just rediscovered I actually have a craft dice. And he's asked me to do some heavy lifting, and I'm a giant. Yes, you are. So I'll give you a bonus D8. All right. Uh, can I assist him with that? Yeah, yeah, you came with me, so. Can I assist him with athletics? Uh, no, you can assist him with craft. Body and craft. Oh, well, that's not going to be We don't need you to bench press or carry this over the... Oh, no! Uh, are you a team player, Mr. Yes. Lancer? Yes, okay. I am. Oh, no, that's a oh. success. That's not a one. So yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. yeah. I, I should have rolled D twelve, but it's still a success. So that comes out to three working together with Lance. Yeah, so you guys are sitting there loading the drill, and because you have three successes, okay, uh, you're not going. Um, n- neither of you are going to be surprised that while you're loading the drill, um, yeah, Olmac's going to go ahead and pull a gun on you guys. All right, okay. I guess I guess we drop the the drop the drill and get it to combat. All right, so yeah. your goal now, the pro- both of you are holding the drill. So if right. one of you drops it, the other one's at risk of getting hurt. Which one cool. of you is going to drop it first? Could we decide to throw it? So I like Lance's you, idea. The two of you want to go ahead and throw it. Throwing it is going to be a roll of speed and tactics. Okay. Oh, no, I'm terrible at this. Tell me you have tactics. I, tactics don't have, I don't have tactics, but I do have... Yeah, but you guys have to do this because it's hilarious. It, it it is so I'm not backing out. Here's my right. roll. I succeed. <laughs> I succeed. Okay, and you have a eight, and an you eight, got a and four. four. Um, all right. Um, uh, I'm not surprised. You throw this at me. Uh, well, an eight is certainly higher than a four. You throw the drill bit at him. <laughs> ah! uh, it lands on him, uh, pinning him underneath it. Uh, in fact, I didn't soak. Uh, yeah, I didn't soak any of that. It lands on him with a sickening crunch, completely incapacitating him. And then we whip out our guns and we point it at the other guy. I, well, I don't he, think there was another guy with us. Just he's, came the came, he's the only one who came with you. And he's oh, like, okay, cool. I thought it was a buddy with him. Okay, oh no, even better. Yeah, it's, it's just you know, and it's like while you guys are doing this, he kind of slyly pulls out the gun, and you guys are like, "Lift this reason up." I mean, you just look at each other and then just yeah, we, yeah we just looked at each other and we just went. Like, uh, he fired at you, but it fired wild. So, and then when the drill lands on him, he falls unconscious. Maybe dead. Well, I guess he did need someone strong out here. Well, after we looked at each other and threw this through the drill and watched him get crushed, and I look back at the captain, I'm like, I think we're in a tight spot now, Captain. Yeah, I think it's fair to say we've been had, but he didn't really give a signal to anyone. Wonder if maybe, was okay. Maybe it was just a regular pirate inside job, like you know, like just rob us. Yep. Well, you loot his body. You discover he has a ray gun pistol. All right, wow. cool. You know, I'm going to go ahead and take that for myself. Oh, and a flask of good booze. I'll Ooh. take that. <laughs> oh, well, okay. You 
Yeah, I claim dips on the guns. So you get to, uh, you, get you the are in the engineering bin. Uh, you have a full run of the complex. What do you want to do? All right. Is there uh, any... this... So we went to the uh, far out dome where this is just like an. No, ice you you, right? you are still in the habitable dome. You would have oh, to okay. scoot up and go back outside to go to the far off dome. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think um maybe we'll just leave this guy. <laughs> There is a second airlock to get to that dome, and at that airlock, you will observe that there is a space buggy. Answer. Want to go for a drive? Love to, Captain. I'm gonna, All right. I'm going to check in on Ralph. He has the uh, camera suit, so I can just go ahead and take a peek at what he's doing. Should I yeah, roll for the that? breakdown guy on the, on the camera? Is it a D12? I think so. Let's bring it up. Okay. Well, it, it works. So you you get Ralph. You get contact in your radio suit where they tell you what they just did. Yep. D twelve. Yeah, and we get to see that he's basically not really in any trouble right now. The other two guys look at you kind of funny, going, "What's that doohickey on your suit?" Uh, it's a radiation detector. Why are you talking to it? No, sorry. Why does it talk? It's new technology. Huh. Quite well, another you successes. Uh, we'll 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 go from friendly to neutral. I mean. As a new tech sitting here, like, you know, gonna weed out Gunvoit. But yeah, it's all part. I, I already knew, you know, actually, the rabbit is gonna chime in. He's gonna say, Yeah, well, are we see? I already knew that the, the plan was instead of just all this nickel and diming and using scavenge stuff, we should be making our own technology because it's only through progress can we actually succeed in winning the future. Yes, that's one of the reasons why Gunvoit hired me. I'm very good with my hands. Yeah. Um, but you, um, I mean, aren't you guys gonna like, you know, so what's your plan? Are you gonna get some of the fuel or do you need to lay low for a bit? Yeah, we're looking to lay low. We're gonna be going out past Saturn and establishing a base there. A new one? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we've got some isotopes to uh, store out there and we're gonna make a, find a uh, lava tube on one of its moons and put a dome over it gonna be disguised by the shadows so the space patrol can't find us wow this is much the operation's getting way bigger than we thought no and that you know the rat the line's gonna say yeah no one ever tells us anything yeah, i gotta keep everything close to the chest in case one of us gets captured uh, but you're telling us well you're all the way out here you know let's see the uh arm in that i think it's it's great that someone's finally letting us in on, on the little details of the bigger picture you're all right um, meanwhile, the other two guys, you suit up and get in the buggy and drive. That's right. I'm not going to make you roll for this because both of you guys are expert spacers. Uh, you drive for quite some distance and get to the other structure. This airlock is locked. <sighs> oh, now I kind of wish we brought Ralph with us. Uh, it requires a specific combination to open it. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure that uh, uh, that Olmec fellow probably had the combination on him. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and size it up for now to see... Wait! Uh, Dr. Corvick, he can see what we're seeing, right? Can't he piece it together? <laughs> uh, set, breaking the lock would be a role of mind and uh, um, mind and craft. Uh, Dr. Corvus could attempt to assist you. You would not... also get a D12 bonus you at sabotage, which you don't. Right. We probably want to circle back around for Ralph. So, um... All right, let's do that then. Or you can get Corvus to assist you. He can assist you over the remote. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you have the safecracker assist you? You all have remote. The problem is the safecracker is currently with keeping the other two guys busy. If he starts describing to you out of you know, using Pick remote, a lock. Come on, Arcloid. I need you to cleverly held two conversations at the same time while still <laughs> telling both sides what they need to hear. 
Right. So right now, into. if we did have Ralph leave and come with us, that would end up just being more suspicious. So yeah. we should at least, I guess, give it a try because then that means we can get unalerted. In unalerted. You start trying to open the instrumentation panel, you see all the weird cogs in there that would be part of this, mm -hmm. and you need to work this correctly or you could jam the mechanism. Uh, okay. Who's the project lead? Uh, right. I'm I a team I player. Because I don't have craft, so yeah, you have team player. I have team player, so uh, he, should, he should... Okay, so, so Blaskowitz starts to work on it, mm -hmm. uh, and Corpus, are you going to assist? I don't see why not. If yes, Arcloy can't hold two conversations at the exact same time. Uh, the problem is Arcloy would have to rely on some of his deceit, and I don't think he's that deceitful, so mm -hmm. they're already a little suspicious. Would be so, amazing, hey guys, though. Roll all your minds and crafts. Yeah, this D2 is right. not that good. Let's see, at least the Cisco. That's a D12 right there. And he's got two successes, so... And Corvus, is that a uh, D8 or a D12? D8. Okay, so one D8, so I have four dice now, and come through with a six and two successes. Uh... Two successes is enough to pick the lock very, very slowly. And since mm -hmm. there isn't really a time pressure, you take it apart and eventually the airlock will open. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, you're not under time pressure because Ralph has, is successfully distracting these other guys with idle chatter. Yeah. Well, after you, Lancer. All right. I take out my ray gun. I get myself in the ready and uh, I poke my head through the airlock. Okay, so you find you go inside and you'll find a uh, a, an arch chamber with another door on the other side of it. Is that uh, one locked too? Or these carlocks don't have windows, so you can't see in and out. Okay. We're just gonna have to go through and see what's on the other side. So the two of you go inside, shut the door, and pressurize. Yep. Yes. Okay. When you get into the <coughs> chamber, this complex isn't as big. It's just a um. Uh, it looks like it's a dome. On one side of it uh, is a stairwell to go down, and there's also some derricks on the other side. In the center uh, is a dais, uh, which has about a hemisphere of material built. One side of the hemisphere is um, rough metal with all sorts of weird cables coming out of it. The inside of the sphere uh, is incredibly shiny, uh, and even in the dim light of this uh, dome structure, uh, it's a little hard to look at. Uh, next to the structure, uh, working uh, 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 next to the atmosphere, there is a figure wearing a mask, arc welding it. Uh, and there's just one figure present in this entire area. Uh, over behind them is racks, which has lots of machinery and that sort of thing. And there's a stairwell that goes down underground. There might be an underground complex here. This could be more extensive than I thought. What do you think, Lancer? I think we should just sneak on by. Uh, you can see the one person who's doing the arc welding. They may not have noticed that you've entered. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to try, uh, getting up to them and, uh, holding them a gunpoint. Okay, I need you to make a roll of speed and observation. Alright, we got 1d6 and the other d6 for observation. Ooh, uh, no help from me. We're not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you wander up to them and hold them at gunpoint. What do you say? Just put down the welder and put your hands up. They put down the welder and put their hands up. All right. right. What is this thing? You can see that they're wearing uh, they're wearing an astro suit with a welder mask. They couldn't be anybody. No, no, no. What I point to the to the device. I'm like, what is this thing? Uh this thing. Uh it's um you know they kind of tilt their head and look at you kind of funny and say uh it's uh um an important technological device. 
Right. A okay. total conversion engine? Well, not yet. <laughs> uh, I, uh, it needs more component. Who are you? That's not We're important. Asking, We're, where are the ones asking, asking the questions? Here. <laughs> flip up that mask. Who the hell are you? They flip up the mask, revealing that they are a fox. This is Dr. Hustlestop. Oh, shoot! This is who Wait, we're looking for! Oh, and uh, my mask will probably like uncloud a little bit. It's like, it's me, Morris. Who? We met on Mor We met on Mercury. Oh, yeah. We, we, uh, did, who did she get the papers to? Did she give it to you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll, you've come to rescue you. Yeah. <laughs> we have. We can get you out of here. All the mooks are a little bit indisposed right now. Yeah. These ah, we got a goom. They're forcing me to build this device. Okay. First things first, Doc. Can you sabotage this thing? Yes. I mean, it's not even done. I, okay. They haven't, done. Delivered, they haven't delivered either the, uh, you know, the, we don't have the gravity compressor or the null energy chamber. All right. Well, we want to make sure that no one else can pick up where you left off, Doc. So can you, like, do something to make sure that they can't just, like, keep going? And we well, get we could like destroy. There's a large stockpile of atomics in the basement. So we could uh, go ahead and detonate that as an atomic explosion. But... I fear that doesn't solve the other problem, which is they have also taken my research. All right, we'll cross well, one one doomsday problem at a time, Doctor. Do you think they eat that they have it here still, or do you think they have it elsewhere? No, there's another. This is a waypoint to another station. They're asking me to go ahead and work on this, but I fear that they've uh, been uh, that they're having me work on this as their backup prototype. They've brought a lot more materials than I've seen. It comes to the station and then goes somewhere else. And I'm worried this might be a way station to somewhere. But they keep me in here, and they don't tell me anything. Right. So I think your plan is the best. We need to get those radioactives up here and make sure to set them off. There's no well, one else here in this back station with you, right? Uh, I'm the only one here. Everyone else is in the habitable station. They bring me my food and water. All right. Then we're so free to do whatever we want here. <laughs> All right, let's bring a timer to blow, and uh, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's 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 blow this popsicle stand. Okay, uh, you could take off your suit, which is remotely activated, and leave it here to detonate mm -hmm. the bomb. But you, neither of you guys know how to actually like make a bomb from scratch. The only one who knows how to do that is Doctor Corvus. Doctor Corvus, uh, we need some schematics for how to make a bomb. <laughs> Doctor Corvus, you actually have a walking bomb, don't you? I didn't put a bomb in it yet. No. All right. Put a, put a bomb in it and bring it and tell it to come over here. Send it here. Yeah. Put a bomb on it and tell it to come over here. <laughs> I don't like how enjoying you are of throwing my walking bomb under the bus. <laughs> well, you could give us a less sentient one then. Well, no. You know, it gave it. 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 it, it performed a noble sacrifice for the uh, sake Dr. of the solar yeah, system. Yeah, Doctor Corvus, do you want to repair a bomb or do you want to do something else? I can make another one, I guess. I don't want to destroy my space missile. <laughs> also, was that the whole point of the space missile? <laughs> no, the space missile is for ship defense. Okay, you just want a bomb to explode here at some point in the future. Also, didn't wasn't your argument we needed to come back here at some point? Well, this is a fuel, I mean, speaking of the fuel depot, she said we're sitting on a bunch of atomics. Not only are the atomics you can set them off as explosive, this is also the fuel depot. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, there is a question of that, but then again, we can always just call the space patrol if we succeed in our mission and have them. Come oh, you can't call the space patrol from here. You're past the asteroid belt. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Even an ultra wave won't reach that far. 
We are the space patrol here. Yeah, then we're screwed then. All right, no bomb then. All right, we ain't blowing no, up no. our own fuel depot. <laughs> Lancer, Lancer, just calm Why down. Aren't you here to rescue me? If she says, aren't you here to rescue me? You must have like subdued dozens of space pirates to get in here. They got three over there. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit more sophisticated than that, Doc. Uh, here's the plan, though. One, I'm going to drive out to the ship. We're going to bring a bunch of the atomics with us so that we can actually have some fuel and get out of here. Two, you're going to be on the ship. You'll be safe. I'll grab the bomb from Corvus. We'll ride back here. I'll set it up, and then we'll ride on out. Okay, okay. I, but I think what Ralph, uh, I think what Rafferty's trying to say is, is that if we blow up the supply depot and go to Saturn, there's no way for us to come back. <laughs> and there's no way for the people on Saturn to leave. <laughs> Or get their advanced technology that they're having built in the entire rest of the inner system. So the epilogue becomes we establish our own space colony on Ganymede. <laughs> Unless they finish their total conversion device, in which case endurance is no longer an issue. And then That's we become true. our own. We end the story with us becoming our own separate civilization. <laughs> uh, but again, uh, they're building those parts in the inner system and then transferring out out here, at least according to Hasselstoff, the snake that we caught, and everyone else. They don't have all the stuff they need out there. They're transporting it out to Saturn. So what's your plan, boss? We blow this way station up and leave them stranded at Saturn. <laughs> okay, uh, so um, meanwhile, while you guys are planning that, the two guys are hanging out with um, uh, uh, Summers here. They start to get a little nervous, going, it shouldn't really have taken the uh, Olmec that long to reset the drill. Want me to go see what's going on? No, that's all right, uh, the rabbit says. I'm going to go check on him. I'll be right back. All right. And the rabbit leaves, leaving you there with the lion. Uh, you are alone with the lion. Ralph, what do you want to do? Hmm. Mm -mm. I'm thinking of maybe using the seat, activate the two-way calm, and then work. That guy just went to go check on uh, what's happening with, uh, what was the name? Olmac. Olmac. And, who, uh, who we crushed with a giant drill. Yeah, so uh, basically work that into general conversation. Like, I'm just repeating what happened. Like, oh, yeah, okay. And basically warning. It's a good thing your friend went to go check on Olmac. All right. Yeah, I do go ahead and make a roll of mine and deceit. One success. <laughs> No, I'm rolling at E12 to see if the oh. unit moves. It does not. Oh, that's right. The breakdown does. Yeah, there's always a random chance anytime you use a gadget, it breaks down. Two okay, so you managed to slyly put into conversation and tell everyone else, oh, yeah, it's the guy going to check on the drill bit. So you two, all three of you, like Corvus and the rest of you guys, while you're sitting there debating what to do. It's, oh, yeah, you sure, you should go check on your friend with the drill bit. I'm sure he's fine. Okay, Captain, looks like a decision's been made. We're going to have to, we're going to have to blow. The chick is up. <laughs> We ain't got time to rig explosives. Oh, we're, so we're just doing it here, doing it live. We don't. How are we gonna do that from scratch? If we need no, Corpus and his bomb, we just we should just run back into the ship and fly away. At this point, we grab some fuel, get to the ship, and leave. All right. <laughs> I guess we're going to load up some fuel, and we're gonna take it on the buggy with us with Hasselsoft. Okay. Um, I feel like yeah, you guys just don't remember things, do like we? how the ship is remote controllable right now. We still got to pick up Ralph. Yeah, Ralph's right, outside. But I'm just saying, you don't have to drive anywhere. You just call the ship to you. Ralph can call the ship to him. 
you could call the ship to take off from the landing bay and come to where you are at the remote warehouse. Would that would that attract too yeah. much attention? And, that, and what might influence your decision is Hostel Stop will say, I may be wearing an Astro suit, something they gave me, but I have no tanks. Ah, right. Uh, so yeah, we'll let's okay. definitely call the ship out here then. then that seals that it right there. Okay, you attempt to call the ship out to you. And the ship blows uh, up. Let's see. Lancer, I need a piloting check, which will be speed and transport. The unit works. Oh, terrible. That's wow. no successes at all. You want to roll a personality? You know what? Yeah, I'm going to roll personality. You know, favorite use? Yeah, favorite use, because I never give up and I never surrender. Uh, yeah, you could re-roll 1-1 one, one by declaring this to be your favorite spaceship. The problem child is my favorite spaceship. I didn't think I'm working in the cargo hold and saying, Pow! Ship just tilts. Ah, <laughs> uh, didn't help me either. Now you want to attack your personality. <laughs> What's your personality? What's my personality? Okay, we safely put the plutonium back in the... They asked me to build a bomb. I'll build the big bomb. Bold. My personality is bold. Well, roll, because it's you've never piloted a ship by remote control before. Carefully so you... pour the hydrochloric acid. Oh! Yeah, that's where you like, you know, flip the switches and the gauntlets and go. Well, it's like it's just like pretending to hold the con- controls, I guess. And then, meanwhile, <laughs> like you put the camera over your face and you see the robot Waldo's come over. Great wow. success! Okay. Finally. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roll the so, so you'll hit the rockets and the ship will start to slide and take off awkwardly because it's only one success. Meanwhile. Uh, the lion who was left behind with uh, um, uh, Summers. Yeah. When the rocket takes off, it, you know, the rockets hit the ground, which creates a rumble. The rumble can be heard, you know, travels through the ground and thus can be heard in your oxygen rich environment. And so the lions go, What's that? Are you, are you guys taking off? Well, they certainly wouldn't take off without me, now, would they? Uh, no, they're totally taking off. What's going on here? I can't think of it. Out of character. Just punch how do you respond to this, Ralph? Panic is contagious. So he's going to, you know, he is panicked a bit because he does want to go with the ship, but he's going to try to make it look worse. So maybe, like. Go ahead and make a roll uh, since you're panicking of will and deceit. Also, isn't Ganymede a uh, low uh, gravity environment? Probably. Is it in this sci fi universe? Um. It's, that still wouldn't change your mat, your reaction mass when you take off. And also, this guy's an experienced spacer, so he could hear that. Okay, that's three successes. So the lion guy believes that you like sincerely don't know what's going on. Suddenly, the rabbit bursts back in the room. Says, "Oh my god, Olmec's dead, and those two guys are gone." Well, at this point, Ralph's gonna be running for the ship. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna run back into the airlock? Yeah. All right, and you book for the airlock. We've been set up. Um. Okay. You're in the airlock, uh, and uh, unfortunately, when you, when Ralph, when you went into the airlock and the door closes, I mentioned there's no locks on these airlock doors, so they're just going to reopen it once you close it behind you, unless you do something. Can I sabotage it so it no longer opens? I need a roll of speed, craft, and sabotage. Well, also, you could have just threatened to open the other airlock and expose the whole habitat to space. Yeah, sabotage it so it no longer closes. <laughs> you could also do that. That's, so that's, that's the Dr. Corvus solution. Just open them both at once with the sabotage roll. So what are you doing, Ralph? Are you opening both of them at once? No, no. Yes. Gonna are you? basically uh, depressurize the whole dome. I mean, Ooh. the Dr. Corvus solution started with, does the Geneva Convention exist? So, well, and My favorite both... use of craft is sabotage. 
Uh, we roll one one. Well, you have rolled. One. You have rolled one success. Sabotaging an airlock to evacuate everyone is a non-trivial activity. Would one success? Well, one more success help? One more success could do it because it's not a well, good air. Ralph is high strung, so let's roll personality. Roll your high strung personality. All right. So suddenly you will go and run to the other airlock door. And before it has a proper chance to equalize the pressure, you'll go ahead and open that. That's gonna, they're gonna open their side of the door, and suddenly there's going to be an explosive blowout as all three of you are thrown outside. Uh, I need you to roll. All right. So I need you to go ahead and soak, and I'm gonna let you include your athletics with your soak, okay? As you take four points of damage. At the very least, you are wearing an astro suit. That should help a little bit. They're taking three that gives each you already. Too, right? I'm sorry? Astro suit gives D8 to soak. It does, but if it rolls a one, your suit breaks. Okay, so out of four points of damage, you've soaked one. Now, do you you don't actually have astro soak because you're not actually a spacer, right? Right. Right. So you could have tapped at since this is a, a space hazard, you could have tapped astro soak to soak the whole thing, but you can't because you're not a spacer. So you've got three more points of damage you need to soak. I'm going to tap injury soak. Okay. Ow. Okay. The other guys are blown out, and they tap their Astro Pirates. So they tap their Astro Soak and manage to grab on to handles and, you know, negate the, the space hazard. But all three of you are blown outside. The other two guys are going to, like, gasp and put their helmets on because they have Astro Suits. They just weren't suited up so they could talk to you. All right. Um, meanwhile, the spaceship is flying over to where you guys are to escape. All three of those guys got explosively blown out. You're going to keep flying the ship to where you are, Lancer? Yep. Okay. You can succeed at that. Um, Griffin, or you're going to be you're helping the doctor or whatever, or just waiting. Yes. Yeah, I'm helping the doctor. We're uh, and I think generally waiting to not have her run out of air. Okay. Uh, um, well, you, there's not much for you to do. So I'm going to fly. And yeah. Corvus, you're just cooling your jets aboard the ship as it's getting shaken around. Yep. All right. Ah! Um. Meanwhile, blown out into the ice and sand of Ganymede. Uh, the three of you who are blown out sort of recover your footing. Ralph, it's your turn. You're uh, in near range of those two who are also recovering. They don't have their weapons out yet, but you can see they have guns. All right. Gun what do you want to do? A move action to get away and then scramble. Um, okay, go ahead and roll your body speed and athletics. And actually, in, in this game, there's, yeah, there's usually, there's only one move action, so you just guard and run. Yeah, so you have two successes. So you can just run and get to, like, uh, you were at near range, so you can just go ahead and, like, run the, like, medium range. You just book it. Well, that would actually take me to long range. Yeah. Uh, let's see, one, two, three. Uh, I need you to make speed and evasion rolls, because they're going to freaking shoot at you. Uh, you get, um, and you get defensive dice. Uh, short, medium, long. Uh, you get an extra 2d12 to your defense dice. Okay, you're missed by the first shot. The second one shoots at you. They miss, You get too far away. They blam, 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 blam. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're running across Ganymede. Ganymede itself is flat sand and ice with little rills. So you're jumping, and because it's low gravity, you're like, ah, you'll have to pinwheel and then land. Man, back when you were a safe cracker on Earth, things was a lot easier, wasn't it? Yep. <laughs> He's basically running like Ace Ventura doing the slow-mo and pet detective. Uh, eventually, the rocket ship will land near to your dome. Unless you want to crash into your dome, I'm not here to judge. 
No, we park it next to it. We also have to load up all these atomic fuels and sensors. Yeah, just drive the buggy straight up with everything loaded into it. Okay. Uh, Ralph, uh, I think you were trying to run towards their dome, weren't you? Yes. Okay. So uh, those two guys start running after you. Uh, how do you do a secret roll in this game? Is it GM roll? Yeah, slash GM roll. Okay. There we go. Okay. All right. They start running after you. All right. Do you need another scramble roll? No. Uh, the first one was good enough. You will get to their station. I'm, I'm rolling to see how fast the guys are coming after you. Uh, you run and get to where the rocket ship landed in front of the station. Um, I guess, um, uh, Boris, while you were waiting for them to come back, I want you to go ahead and make a roll of body athletics and a bonus D8 because you're a giant. Because you right. wanted to get some fuel. That's right. So let's do it. Oh, and you'll get another D12 bonus because the doctor will help you and she's a team player. Oh, very nice. All right. That is three successes. Okay, unless you have a favorite use of athletics, which is moving fuel. <laughs> no, I don't. It's charging. Okay. <laughs> so you guys will start... Oh, well, all right. So, uh, I mean, eventually, cresting over the... Uh, yeah, um, uh, Ralph is going to make it to the airlock. Or at least to the spaceship, because we're all moving to the spaceship now. Yeah, actually, Ralph, yeah. are you going to the spaceship? Are you going to the airlock? Or do you want to hunker down and start returning fire? Or do you want to do something else I haven't mentioned? Let's go to the spaceship. Okay. Dr. Corvus, the ship has stopped moving. You can see Ralph is coming after you, and you know he's being pursued by two other people, who you can also pretty much see because the visibility is not that low. What do you want to do? I guess I could jump into the gunner thing and shoot at the people chasing him, right? Uh, go ahead and try to make a roll to do that. It's going to be a roll of speed, mine, and shooting. There you go, subatomic Tommy gun. <laughs> okay, uh, the first one dodges, flipping through the air, and you know, the lion dodges, flipping through the air, and dodging behind a rail. So, you miss. But, boom! There's a huge explosion. Like a big smudge pot going off. You guys know what smudge pots are, right? Uh, unfortunately, like, I don't think I've heard that term. Oh, would that be smuts in the condensed form? Yeah, if you ever watch like a bad '50s or '60s like TV show or, or a war show like Mash, that's the thing they would set off to make the explosions. Call. Yeah, ah, uh, I see. They, they, they look ultra fake. Oh, like a squib. Yeah, it's like a squib. Oh, it's a lot of smoke. Yeah, it's literally those columns of smoke explosions you see on every like Night Rider, Airwolf, A Team. Uh, okay, uh, the bandits. Uh, the bandits split up and start running in two different directions. Uh, basically, if, if you were north of them, one of them runs west and one of them runs east. The rabbit is running east and taps their coward runs even faster and manages to get out of your line of fire behind the warehouse, behind the, the fuel depot that you guys are in. Oh, very nice. How, how much time do we have left before we can take off again? Um... We could well, probably pile in on this fuel. turn, you and could, uh... you could just take off now. Yeah. All right, everybody, everybody, get back in the ship. We're out of here. Um. So, you, are you guys going to try to carry the fuel outside? Uh. Yeah. Who is carrying fuel, and who is on oversight? Corvus, you're on oversight, right? Because you're in the the couple. I will. Right? I will. I will cover Blaskowitz and the Doctor, and I assume Ralph is already has his guns out and is by the spaceship so he'll Ralph, do you want to help them load fuel do you want to help them shoot or do you want to do something else i'm going to cover them with a the gun okay uh those of you who are uncovering fire may go ahead and take a shot dr corvus i'd like you to go ahead and shoot first 
The lion has ducked behind a rill that he is claiming for cover. So a big explosion goes off nearby, but doesn't hit him. Um, Raul, uh, let's see, Lancer, you take a shot. One success. Uh, you have a six. He has an eight. So this is a this is a elite space pirate. It's a hard shot. And uh, who else was shooting? Ralph. Take the shot, Ralph, Mr. Non-Combatant. I'm going to take two shots if I can, because I have dexterity. So let's see what happens. Yeah, are you, you have an extra, you have two guns? Okay. And I looked this up, but yeah, he has to dodge this twice. So go ahead. Wow, I think you hit him. Roll. It, do I have tactics from the ship's guns? You do not. They're uh, too far away. Tactics in this game is only when people are nearby. But you have a five, which is a one-point hit. Uh, his armor soaks it. Go ahead and take your second shot. Your second shot's immense. Yep. Yeah, this guy is a vet. This lion guy is a veteran space pirate. He's like severe elite. In fact, he is going to pop back up and he is going to go ahead and aim and attack. Um, well, shooting the ship is kind of pointless. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot. Um, I'm going to shoot Ralph. Uh, Ralph, you are too far away. You can only dodge, but you can dodge with a D12 bonus to the range and a D8 bonus from cover in the airlock. So D8, D8. Uh, yep. Uh, the pirate shoots and rolls a four. You have a five, so you are missed. Oh, wait, you can't, uh, dual attacking in this game is two actions. You can't guard and double shoot. Oh, I, I okay, then let me, uh, I'm going to roll uh, my, uh, range dice and cover dice. But that D8 could be your cover dice, so you're fine. I'll let it go. Okay. You're done. So he shoots at, you know, he shoots at you with his ray gun and gets really close. Like, he scorches. Damn it! I trusted you! He shouts, and you can't hear him because he's in a helmet. It just fogs up. So, um, and the bunny does something that no one can see because they're on the far side of the warehouse. Probably um, equipping, equipping their rocket launcher. Um, okay. Uh, end of Bad Guys Rise of Heroes. Corvus, did you want to keep layering covering fire? Yeah, I'll do what I can. Alright. I have a six to dodge. You also have a six you will hit my cover and obliterate it. So, um, uh, and the next person who shoots at me, I don't get cover. There's <laughs> like a big cloud. He waves his arm. Ah, dust everywhere. I'm glad I don't have to breathe this. That would be me then. And that's two successes. Uh, yeah. And I don't know that last one's supposed to be a D12. So, uh, yeah, but this is a contest. So you need to beat me. Uh, you have an eight, which is higher than my six. You have shot me. Um, you're shooting what? An atomic ray gun? Yep. That is a one-point hit, and my armor will soak it. My suit is still intact. If you can break my suit, I'm going to have to leave. Uh, is anyone else shooting? Aim and attack. All right. Uh, Boris, if you're loading fuel, I'd like a speed and athletics and a D8 roll for being a giant. All right. And a D12, because the doctor's assisting. Yep, so I'm going to change body back to speed, and that's a D4 instead. Two successes. Okay. Uh, Ralph's first shot misses. Are you going to shoot a second shot? I had to aim. I wanted that D8, and I okay. failed, so that's yep. my full No, so these guys are serious. Uh, they, they put the elite space pirates in charge of this. I'm a little surprised you killed the other guy, but that's hilarious. Fantastic, really. <laughs> um, uh, and that was the covering fire, so it's like, get all the stuff loaded! So you have how many successes? Two. Two. Okay, so uh, you guys have the... Uh, the side door open and you're pulling the fuel inside. Uh, but the doctor's not quite inside yet. Okay. Uh, Boris, uh, what is your highest athletics die? Uh, the athletics die, I believe may have only come out a 
I think, yeah, speed and athletics both came out ones here. Okay. Meanwhile, being large no, and no, no, having no, sorry, a sorry. Came out better. How so, big you, your athletics nine. is D8, right? No, what is your athletics die? Oh, yeah. my athletics die is D8. Okay, so I'm going to cap your evasion dice at D8. It's okay. not time for the bad guys. The lion is going to shoot you because you're carrying a, uh, a pallet load of atomic weapons. Uh, of atomic. Yeah. If I shoot you, you might violently explode. I need you to make a roll of speed and evasion. Okay, well, you may, there we go. You may, add, you may add an extra D12 due to range, but I don't think you want to add the extra D8 for cover. Right, I'm not going to take cover. That would be a little foolish here. Turns out being at a far distance has helped bail out a lot here. <laughs> you are lucky and his shot goes wide. Uh, now, somebody ran all the way around the warehouse and is going to spring up uh, and uh, ambushes our poor um, Ralph because uh, Ralph is actually in the airlock doing the shooting. Ralph, you are at near range when a bunny appears to shoot at you. Do you want to counterattack or dodge? Let's counter. All right, roll off. Winner hits the loser. Oh, I'm missing a die. We have tied. We have right. shot each other. I shoot you for one point. You shoot me for two. Uh, my armor soaks it. I am not killed. <sighs> okay, um, soak is endurance, not athletics. Oh, my bad. I don't have any endurance, so uh, I, I re-rolled my soak from the fall. So okay. I'm going to tap my panic soak. All right, so she she shows up behind you and shoots you at point blank range. Uh, it the radiation burns. You know, I love this this pulp setting. You feel the heat in your suit and back up. Your suit doesn't break. Good job, but you'll like back up. <laughs> you bastards! She shouts into her suit, which none of you can hear. So I guess fog just appears in them. All right, so now you've got two shooters to deal with. Corvus, you're in the cupola. Do you want to keep shooting at the lion at range, or do you want to? Uh, the bro if you shoot at the bunny, uh, Ralph is in the blast radius. Stick with the lion. <laughs> well, I mean, who's the bigger threat? Uh, the lion's shooting at your atomic pile. Yeah, okay. The lion, then. All right. I don't have cover. And you didn't beat his fives. The lion takes a four-point hit. Uh, the lion is killed. Oof. Uh, okay, well... A lot well, he's, no he's neutralized, anyway. All right. Well, after seeing the lion get blown up, I wheel I wheel over and back up Summers for two successes. Uh, you shoot at the other space pirate, the the lady rabbit. For she she's close enough that she returns fire. She has a four, but you have a six and a seven. That is a two point hit. Sure. Uh, she will soak one of those. You will shoot her and trigger her panic soak. So you shoot. Ah, she falls backwards. Um. Boris, are you continuing the load? Uh, that's right. Everyone seems to be covering us really well, so right. I have no problem. Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you wrote this, and you will continue to load. Okay. Uh, and, and the doctor helps you inside with the fuel. Just a little uh, bit longer. It's the bad guy's turn. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Ralph hasn't gone yet. Ralph is panicked, so he's going to, uh, I guess, guard the ship. Yeah. All right. So you'll run inside the ship. Yeah. Guard first, then scramble in. Okay, I'm not going to make you roll for that. The bunny is going to go ahead and uh, uh, he's going to go ahead and run back around the other side, out of line of sight. Um, okay, I or, just, I take up a position, I, I guess. How much more time do you need, Blastwitz? Well, you guys have the fuel aboard your ship, so you can just leave. All right, yeah. then we'll run back inside the ship, get in the cockpit, take off. 
Uh, Corvus, you are in the Coppola. Do you want to keep shooting at anything, or do you want to go to safety or anything? Well, I mean, what what was the last guy doing? Ran back uh, into the... the the last your ship landed here, and then there's the big dome. The last guy ran around the other side of it, out of line of sight. Did uh, remind me since I could see this on the uh, the radio or the remote. Sorry, on the remote. Did um, Blaskowitz? Uh, sorry, not Blaskowitz. Uh, they did not set up a bomb. No, did not not the bomb. Did he uh, make the uh, the dome oxygen free? Yeah, the dome's currently exposed. Uh, the to habitated dragon. zone suffered a catastrophic blowout. Okay. This dome over here is the fuel depot. It still has uh, air. Then I guess I'm just gonna aim the guns at the fuel depot and then wait for everybody to be on board. Okay. Uh, once everyone's on board, I shoot the fuel depot as we fly. Okay. On. Go ahead and make a roll of speed and shooting. That fuel. <laughs> Uh, you hit the dome. I mean, you didn't roll. If you didn't roll, roll all ones and shoot off the fluke of your own ship, or the tail of your own ship. Team Rocket is blasting off. Like Why that. did they build a gun that has a firing angle to our own fuel reserves? Well, but uh, the Indiana Jones maneuver. They hit us, yeah. Indy. They hit us. Um, well, <laughs> but also, like, not all ones could have been, you know, something else. But also, you don't immediately, like, you know, set up a catastrophic reaction and blow the whole thing up. Because you guys didn't take all the fuel. You took some of the fuel. So you will blow a hole in it. And if, once a little hole opens up, all the air is going to come out. So it's going to be a bigger cavitation. Uh, and then you take your ship and start to skid away and then soar off into space. And away we go. All right. Well. Victory. So. Not, um, a, bad, not a bad job, Captain. I think yeah. the other captain will be real proud of us. Oh, all this horrible violence is hostile stuff. I, I, I'm sorry to be a cause of all of this. Just no, another it's, day. It's, no, it's just not another day in the space patrol. <laughs> it's the fault of the these people who want to take your work and use it towards evil. Oh, I can't. I had to. Uh, I, I at first when I thought the principles could be laid out, I thought maybe this could be. I worried about the ways um, unlimited energy could be used for war. But I wrestled with this uh, with my conscience and thought, no, uh, if I can discover this, then someone else could. So I felt I had a need to tell someone. But no one would listen to my stories before uh, before now, except for these strange like criminals or whatever. I, I don't think they're just regular criminals. I think they have some much larger agenda at work. They so definitely like do. To me. Well, they have all of my papers and my notes, and and from what I can tell, they've been talking to other scientists. I'm not the only one they have working on this. If you're right, they have another uh, secret station somewhere beyond space at Saturn. Okay, well, Captain, I'm going to say we're kind of overloaded with prisoners and sensitive VIPs. I don't think going into a deep space mission in uncharted territory would be safe for everybody involved, so why don't we... uh, Head back I absolutely agree. It's now that we should probably head back. We've at least accomplished our mission, stalled out their plans, and rescued Hazeltov. So we're good to probably go back and meet up with Space Patrol. Okay, so you will fly to back to the asteroid belt mm-hmm. and look for a place. I'm not going to make you roll for this because uh, you know you got some time pressure here with a, but you did rescue the doctor. So right. you will report back to what you had to report, and you'll use the ultrawave relays uh, to get Captain Proteus, who will, I guess, commend all of you for doing an excellent job. But yes, Dr. Osselstoff will like be debriefed, and uh, she will say that while they had me working on this, I'm not, I can't be the only one, and there's a way station. 
no, I don't know where they are on, you know, on Saturn. Uh, in fact, I probably didn't even know it was Saturn until you guys came to get me. So, um, uh, but yes, but, you know, if you believe me that this can actually be made based on, you know, all these notes or whatever, if they build a total conversion engine, they would have a ship of unlimited endurance and possibly unlimited firepower. A terrifying prospect. Sounds amazing. I know you want one Corvus, but we can't just leave one parked lying around. I would never leave it. <laughs> uh, so you will go ahead and report in uh, with some mm -hmm. information. And I'm thinking that since we're down a man and we actually did some major story plot points, I think this is a good climax to end our current storyline. What do you think? Yeah, I definitely think so. Okay. Uh, so all of you went ahead and rescued them. I'm going to go ahead and give all of you uh, local knowledge of the Jupiter system. Ooh. This is a bonus D12 to do things involving Jupiter. Very nice. Oh, thanks, Wired Weasel. Uh, there's a delay before I respond. Uh, yeah, so that's a bonus uh, D12, and, and that's for rescuing Hasselstock, who now can also join your party and advise you on some of this stuff. Um, ah, did cool. anyone accomplish any personal goals? I don't think so. I think we're all clear on those now, aren't we? Okay, well, Boris, what was your motto? Uh, my motto is let nobody hold you back. Okay, that's one experience point for you. Dr. Corvus. Eureka. Eureka. <laughs> I almost got to use my missile. Uh, <laughs> but we did use your remote control assistance on the ship, so that's a point for you. Uh, Ralph, what's your motto? When the door closes, break a window. Um, <laughs> when the door closes, break a window, and then you broke the airlock. So that's a point for you. Uh, I thought that was funny because we added Astrosoak specifically to deal with Astrohazards, and I realized you're the only non-spacers. You're the one who has yep. to do that damage. I probably ought to get it myself at some point. Uh, what, you, you're not a spacer? No, uh, apparently being a star child, uh, you still don't get Astrosoak. You just get a piece of rock. Well, you get Heart yeah, Soak and Injury Soak. Yeah, we couldn't, uh, well, we, I, don't, I wanted to avoid overlapping stuff. So uh, Yeah, uh, which is understandable. I just got to get it eventually. I, I, that's kind of funny. Um, and Lancer, what's your motto? Never give up, never surrender. Hey, uh, you rescued everybody from, uh, Ganymede base. So you've learned that the sinister secret of Saturn, uh, and, and there could be uh, a massive weapon, uh, brewing there and we'll have to decide how to proceed from there. But this was pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. So, uh, once again, thanks everybody. So this is urban jungle astounding science, which has been in playtest for way too long. Uh, but it will be coming out real soon now. But you can also buy Urban Jungle and its other sister book, Cold Horror, which is weird supernatural stuff that we did a long campaign with Griffin as the host for a while. So uh, those are available uh, in the store. You can go to sanguinegames.com or you can get them drive through RPG, studio2publishing.com, and um, you know any, any good store and some bad ones. And I guess we're in a little early. What is it we're doing today at 6 on the stream? D&D. &D. Yep. And who's hosting that? Nicholas, a new okay. uh, newish GM. Yeah, yes, join us. Join us at six, where we'll be continuing to fight goblins deep in this uh, terrifying tower. Yep. Uh, anything else we want to hype? Uh, I think that's it for today. No, I can't hype the cat. He went to sleep. He finally went to sleep. Ah, oh, dang! That would have been perfect. Uh, Sorry, well, everybody had to see that. Be sure to follow uh, Rafferty's cat on Twitter and basically the cat's the everyone just came for the cat. Of course. <laughs> Except for Weasel, who thought the game was fun. So thanks, guys. So, uh, yeah. So thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take stuff and run everybody to be safe out there. Thanks, Ren. And catch you all next time.